0: Wrestle plug 444 for life. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hashtag get plugged in. The refreshing, empowering moment that we have all wanted from WWE. It's like ordering uh, a medium pizza and then turning up with an extra large in a bottle of Coke. You absolute moldy cheese fucking baby bell dairy lead dunker shit. What happens is these fucking people live in this fantasy land. Everyone got their shit in, everyone got each other over, everyone looked good, and made the industry look great. People need to fucking back the fuck off Ronda
1: Rousey.
0: wrestling oh. talent. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's been way too long since 2020 finished and we are yet to do our 2020 wrestling end of year awards. So it's the beginning of 2021 but why not? Better late than never. I'm Aaron Nix and here to discuss the 2020 wrestling awards which we will now be giving out and of course we will be getting to your awards as well. Don't worry ladies and gentlemen, we've got your interactions. Joining me of course is regular co-host of the present jeremy miller and regular co-host of i guess long term and mostly past because he's uh, had a rough christmas bless his soul he's carl wilkinson
2: yes I'm, I'm glad to be back sorry guys it's been a long time but uh i got laid off so i was just Where gonna the
0: fuck is your bid?
2: <laughs> dude i trip i mean it's kind of back it's not get all the way down here like it was
0: yeah i bet you instantly regret that decision didn't you i did i
2: absolutely did yeah i hated it but uh i've got
0: mine down it, to like a fine kind of trim now but i, I made sure well, i've still got enough thickness. yeah the, i mean
2: if mine was so wild like now that i've trimmed it i can kind of shape it and stuff as i'm going so it can get that big again but it won't be so uh lost in the wilderness with nothing to drink but my own piss wild
0: that's definitely a canadian reference and uh, ultimately <laughs> jeremy's still looking like some cheap mexican whore so uh happy days um, and things some things never change <laughs> the more they change the more they stay the same right there are of course a plethora of award brackets there is for everyone listening and watching best wrestler worst wrestler best tag team worst tag team most overrated wrestler most underrated wrestler jeremy keep your hands still this is not jazz and theater. <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Um, (laughs) I forgot now. Oh, yeah. Best pay-per-view match of the year and most entertaining wrestler. So, yeah, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to get started with hmm, best tag team. Carl Wilkinson you're in first as it's been a while since you've been on this podcast who is your best tag team in wrestling of 2020 I should point out ladies and gentlemen just as a preset it is whoever you wish to choose It is not restricted by a certain company either it could be independent could be NJPW could be AEW the awards span all of wrestling this year because ultimately we can't be asked to do two different shows.
2: And speaking of all of wrestling, my best tag team, and I'm pretty sure I could see it being a consensus, at least between you and me, it's got to be the North. It has to be Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. Not just because I've met them both and they're incredibly nice guys, but they're, the North is just, they were so incredible. I know Ethan Page, I'm pretty sure he's done with Impact now. He had his heart ripped out because uh, people die in Impact. That's yeah. just a thing that In real happens. life
0: and metaphorically <laughs> as well.
2: Yeah, they just, they, oh, they, they just ah. die. But their tag team run, their title run lasted over a full calendar year. They had incredible matches with everyone, especially when Motor City Machine Guns came back. I popped super hard for that. And now Ethan Page is gone. Josh Alexander is going to go on and be an incredible single star. If he's not Impact World Champion by the end of the year, we're
0: in the worst year than 2020. Straight up. Jeremy Miller, your tag team of 2020. I'm with the consensus. I'm the North
1: I think Josh Alexander and Ethan Page are, bar none, the best tag team in the modern era. I'm even putting them over the Usos. I'm putting them over God. The North are just that
0: damn good. Who's God tagging up with? Not...
2: No, man. Shawn Michaels, 2006.
0: Ah, yeah. Jesus Very good. Very good. <laughs> oh, that's the encyclopedic knowledge we've been missing.
1: Uh, that's good. But yeah, the North for sure.
0: Yeah um yeah, yeah I've gotten enough <laughs> I, uh, I based mine on 2020 not of the all-time modern era because if it's if we're talking about the all-time modern era the Usos are still by far and away the best tag team in the modern era as far as I'm concerned uh, the North don't have nearly enough of a sample size but in 2020 alone you know, the record setting tag team title run the plethora of incredible matches cinematic matches like the one at the Dina compound um, not to mention the incredible amount of chemistry, the psychological energy that was brought, Ethan Page alone was so hysterically charismatic on camera and I really like the juxtaposition of the two characters the fact that Joshua Alexander is very much the walking weapon he's very serious he's a very hard-nosed competitor and Ethan Page although being a very credible competitor is also a bit of a loony and just, um, it worked very well so <laughs> when he sits on the, the ring apron and Josh Alexander's just behind him like super serial no, just it's it's good. It works so well. Uh, it's kind of a shame because it's looking like it's pretty much done as a tag team unless they, of course, uh, recombine later down the line a different company due to Ethan Page's issues now with Impact Wrestling. But yeah, uh, a wise, wise choice from everyone. And don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into your awards. We're going to read out your awards in full at the end. So uh, if you don't want to hear our awards, which ultimately you should, because obviously I'm going to take Jeremy to task when he ultimately gives Randy on his wrestler of a year because I know he's going to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Uh, Yeah. Although, to be fair, if there was one year where he probably has earned it, it was probably 2020, quite depressingly. Um, But yeah, we'll be reading yours out in full and obviously discussing those and having a good chinwag about those at the end as well. So bear with us. Right then, we've had the best uh, in terms of tag teams. How about we have the worst in terms of wrestlers? Let's go straight in with negative. (laughs) Jeremy Miller. Who do you believe is the worst wrestler you have seen in the year of 2020? Which, by the way, to most people, the consensus is 2020 is the worst year of all time. So therefore, this technically should be the award for the worst wrestler in the history of man and womankind.
1: Wow, that's, uh, that puts a lot of pressure on me. But I put Peter Avalon. The oh, gimmick
0: sucks. <laughs> what? what the librarian or pretty peter uh both i'd just like to point out on aw dynamite last week the man tapped out because he didn't want to get it in the face
1: yeah exactly he's
0: 2021 off to a banger
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the gimmick sucked he was barely on
0: tv and when he was it looked horrible wow peter avalon that's an interesting one um carl before we get to your pick what do you think about peter avalon being jeremy's pick for the worst wrestler of the year
2: i mean honestly i haven't watched a lot of dynamite lately and i don't watch dark at all so if he's on dark I'm like i have no idea because sometimes i have like 15 matches on dark i can't fucking sit down and watch 15 two-minute matches sorry right. but anytime he's on the screen i find he's hilarious i like peter avalon i think that's uh it's a ballsy choice
0: to be sure but uh He's, it's I mean, not what I would have expected. I had no clue. Is it because fine, you've fine. both got the same facial hair and you're ever so slightly jealous that he rocks it better? Oh. You do kind of look like our version of Peter Avalon. In which no, case, no, sh- no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Fair enough. So Jeremy's got a man crush on Peter Avalon. Carl, well concerned. Sure, 2020 was an awful year for all of us. Everybody, ourselves included. Who drew, who drew your ire, should I say, more than anyone else in 2020 in the wrestling world?
2: I mean, I mean, when I sent to you, I said Goldberg originally, but I don't think he actually did a whole lot in 2020, to be fair. Like, he had, you know, he lost to Braun, whoopee, which is funny because Braun's actually my choice. I hate Braun Strowman. He did nothing for me in 2020. Absolutely nothing. He never does. He won the Universal title at WrestleMania, whoop de doo The best thing he did was get his ass kicked so hard by Roman Reigns. He had to go to Raw. Like, I just, I don't care. He got destroyed. uh, Was it SummerSlam when Roman came back? And then it was the pay-per-view after that. that he took the pin because obviously he couldn't pin The Fiend. And then, yeah, he got his ass kicked so hard on SmackDown. He got drafted to Raw, took his, like, tucked his tail and ran home. I just, I don't care. The Swamp Fight wasn't even that good for My money, like it was all right, but out of all the cinematic matches I think WWE put on, it was among the worst. Like it was, it was boring. He's boring. I don't care. He's been off the, the TV for a while, which is great, and I don't care when it comes
0: back. Jeremy Miller, your thoughts on Braun Strowman being Kyle's worst wrestler of the year? I mean, to be fair, Braun Strowman is a
1: universal champion and. Yes, he's off TV that right now, loads of credibility. <laughs> but I I kind of agree with Kyle for not his in-ring uh, problems, but his out-of-the-ring problems and his Twitter, if everybody remembers his uh, Twitter comments from speaking out and all that. So I kind of agree with that, but to say that he's the worst of the worst, I can't agree with that he's done a lot in the ring he's at least on tv
0: yeah see now the reason i don't thoroughly disagree with carl is because for me your worst wrestler of the year should be on tv and should be regularly there so it it depends doesn't it everyone's going to have a very subjective viewpoint and ultimately everyone's going to have different guidelines as to what they think is a terrible wrestler and ultimately whoever you pick you're going to you're going to upset somebody on social media because everyone needs to be outraged at all times about something or another Um, my guidelines are this they had to be used somewhat even if it wasn't a huge amount Um, and they also had to consistently kind of be there You know, they had to have contributed something because otherwise I could say a plethora of different guys who never got to even fucking wrestle on TV. I was like, well, I didn't see that guy. So he's worst wrestler of the year. But that's not necessarily the case for me. The worst wrestler of the year. It comes down to a lot of things. You know, how bad is their promo? How bad is their in-ring skills? Do they just hit me with a level of mundanity that nobody else can which is why there is only one individual who's always going to be deserving of it this year and that is Natalia um I am so sick of her face her horrible promos her terrible like the thing is right Natalia is not even a bad in-ring competitor but ultimately she has the same fucking match every time She never does anything fresh or exciting in the ring. Her promos are terrible. Every single person that she ends up with ends up falling down the pecking order even more. You know, the whole boat thing, best of all time. No, it's because, frankly, you have the tedium and the technical and psychological brilliance of a canal boat. That's why you're the boat, love. I have zero interest in anything. And ultimately, this is a gender free um, awards package as well, ladies and gentlemen. And for that reason, I've gone with Natalia. I was very tempted to pick Tamina, much in the spirit of Steve Neal, who I'm sure if he was here would say Tamina. Um, I. I just have nothing good to say about what she did in 2020. At no point do I feel like Natalia added any kind of credit. And bearing in mind, we're talking about the best women's division in the world in WWE and NXT across that board. And she added nothing to that. That's alarming because even someone like Carmella, for instance, at the back in the year has been having an excellent rivalry with Sasha Banks. So many women have applied themselves and added something. Even Billy Kay is kind of funny in her current role. People have found some sort of niche, even if they haven't had that much TV time, even Lani, you have to say, although not fantastic, you know, we all had a good gig of watching her get stuck for a table week after week. And she is redonkulous to look at. If nothing else, Um, not that that should be part of the category, but she's added something. Natalia has added nothing. And that is why Natalia is my worst wrestler of the year. Um, would you care to discuss, or shall we move to the next one?
2: I mean, I don't think you can really argue that. Like, I've, I've, I don't hate Natalia. Like, it's probably a bit of the Canadian pride in me. Like, she, I do think she's still a really good in-ring worker, but she definitely hasn't. You're right. She hasn't added anything new. She hasn't evolved her style at all to kind of match up with the best women's wrestlers in the world. Like, she's no Sasha. She's no Charlotte. Like, she's just kind of, she's there. She can wrestle. She goes into the ring and do, does what she does bell to bell, but other than that, it's... She's just kind of there. And you never want to just be there when you have, like you said, the best women's division in the world.
0: Any chairman? Sherman?
1: Um, I just... I think Natalia, Her promo does suck. She barely does anything right now. But <laughs> she seems like she's more... That's quite apt, isn't it? A locker it? room fine. leader more than she is trying to be on
0: TV. So I could see everyone leans why... on that, though, don't they? Everyone leans on that with Natalia. Oh, well, she's a locker room leader. So was The Undertaker, but every time he came out, he was a god. Like you know, like if you I'm sorry, but to be a locker room leader for that's great, you know. And I'm sure Natalia has contributed so much backstage, even like on Total Divas. She's fucking terrible on that as well. That's your opportunity to really branch out and be an idiot. You're given a character, a ludicrous, over-the-top personality to play on that as well. And she can't even do that. She's just like, shut up, TJ. I hate you so much, TJ. It's like, why are you watching Daniel Bryan matches and not having sex with me? It's like, you're (sighs) fucking awful. I just, I'm so sick of it. <laughs> so sick of looking at her, it's pissing me off. So yeah, um, I didn't want to give it to Tamina because ultimately, I didn't feel like she was on TV enough to warrant it. Um, and also, it's not her fault that her dad's a murderer, allegedly. Um, <laughs> <that's awful. laughs> well, moving on. Um, <laughs> now that, oh, that was great. Killed, I want to know who you think is the most underrated wrestler of the year, Carl Wilkinson. Who you got? 2020.
2: Uh, Underrated. I mean, I want to say Adam Page because I don't feel like, like, sure, he had that really shitty tag team with Omega,
0: but... What are you talking about? It's the greatest tag team of all time, mate. Did you not see? They had the best tag team wrestling match of all time, apparently, because apparently DIY and FTR and AOP don't exist.
2: I mean, yeah, DIY and uh, fucking The Revival take over Toronto, sup everyone, saw it live, it was pretty cool. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. i, I got I, CGOD I
0: got... versus Aussie Open Live, suck my dick. Uh,
3: oh, did. fuck That's off.
2: Fair. But I, th- I think I have to say I had a pace, because again, like he had that shitty tag team, the alcoholic thing was a little and eh, but I think the stuff he's doing with the Dark Order right now is fucking hilarious. I think anything he's given, he can still turn to gold. He came out in the Stampede match on a fucking horse. Because you know, he's a cowboy. That's just what he did. But I think he is so good. The fact that he's, I think he's like, what, 27, 28 or some shit? Like, he's a pretty young guy, and he, he still has an incredible future ahead of him. I loved him in New Japan. I picked him as a dark horse for uh my G1. I think it was 27 once. Mm-hmm. I think it was G1, 27. Like, the guy is so good. And if he's, again, this is kind of like Josh Alexander. If, I, if he's not. AEW champion, maybe not this year, because they could spend the rest of it building him. Like, you know, sometime next year, 2022. I think they've definitely got a star on their hands in Hangman.
0: Good choice. I that choice, actually. That's a really good choice. Um Jeremy Miller, thoughts on Hangman Page being Carl's most underrated wrestler of the year? Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. He had a shot. See what I did there? Because horses go nay. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> yeah, uh so hey. i I like Hangman. I've liked him since he was in ring of honor. I don't like him in AEW. He's not getting the push that he deserves. He got his shot going up against Jericho to get that first ever AEW title. And then ever since he's been fucked off, I do like what he's doing with the dark order. I think he would fit in with the dark order right now. Cause they need a big man again with the passing of John, you know, rest in peace. Um, uh, but I just the whole thing with Omega chapped my ass. I could not stand them as a tag team, and for them to have the tag titles so long, and then then fuck off with the Young Bucks and all that shit. The Stadium Stampede match was okay. I did like that he you know rode in on a horse to fit the cowboy uh image yeah, uh, but... sitting at
0: a bar with Jake Hager as well probably the best. yeah that was Hager. a good one <laughs> too
1: but um I just I imagine if Adam Page was in WWE right now or NXT he'd probably be a champion because then he could get matches with like Karrion Cross, and at that time Keith Lee and stuff like that and he would match up with those guys where in aew it's all a bunch of the boys it's all about the boys you know kenny omega right now is the champ and hangman's not going to get his chance anytime soon i don't see it so <sighs> is this
2: talking about chances or is this just talking about the guy who's really good at being underutilized because that's kind of i think what the definition of underrated means
0: yeah, I actually agree with Carl. Um, I do think that Hangman Page is grossly underrated. Uh, I think he's also, the, ironically enough, what you know. Your argument is that he's underutilized by AEW, but surely that would suggest that he's on, underrated as well because they obviously don't rate him enough at this time point. Um, there's definitely problems with AEW. I'm not going to spend hours going on about that because I've speaking spoken about it in regular context on this podcast about how I think the ridiculously long-term booking of Hammond Page and Kenny Omega, I think they will eventually work their way around to Page defroning Kenny Omega as champion. The problem is that they're taking way too fucking long with it, and I'm bored of waiting. I like feuds. I like long-term ones, but ultimately, if it's going to be a year long and there's going to be eight months of you not doing really that much, I don't really care. But I do enjoy the stuff with Dark Order. I think it's very funny. It was definitely the highlight of this week's Dynamite by some margin. Um, on a terrible, terrible show, um, Jeremy Miller. Who's your underrated wrestler then?
1: Jay Uso. As a singles competitor,
0: he did. Explain yourself. Probably... Disbands with you? Huh? Explain it first, then I'll uh, then I'll have my say.
1: Um, I think that him as a singles competitor, you know, everybody thought he was a tag team guy only with the Usos and with Jimmy, but the stuff that he did with Roman and the stuff that he's doing now with Roman is just lights out and they don't use him as much as a singles guy. They use him more as a tag team guy, but now that Jimmy's hurt. He's getting that push to the spotlight to where he belongs. And I think Jay Uso would be, a, is going to be a great singles competitor. And when Jimmy Uso comes back, I don't know if they actually would team back up. I think they'll just, you know, he'll run with Roman for a while and then go from go on from there. Carl,
2: I mean, I think it's inevitable that the Usos are going to get back together, be it under Roman or not. I mean, like, like we've said, they're the best tag team of the modern era. There's just no way they won't, I, at least for a little. Sure, they might split up eventually. But whenever Jimmy's good to come back, I think they're all going to be under Roman, and they're just going to kick some ass. But I, we all knew he was a great competitor because of the tag stuff he did. I think not thinking he would be like that as a singles guy is kind of short-sighted. I mean, like, he's just – he's such an incredible performer. And, he, I mean, the stuff he's doing with Roman, especially at Hell in a Cell, I thought that was a fucking – that was a masterpiece absolutely incredible storytelling and just everything he's doing is just brilliant I don't think anyone expected it to be as good as it was I'll give you that but I don't think anyone expected him to shit the bed
0: yeah, I think that's why I um I disagree with your pick because ultimately for him to be underrated as a singles guy that would be t- like ultimately even he doesn't know he's a singles guy until Jimmy Uso gets injured. He's always been a tag team wrestler. He's part of the best tag team in the world, in my opinion. Um, I don't think they'll break him up. I think that's, you're leaving money on the table if you do that. If they do, then they're stupid, ultimately, especially with the way their tag team division is right now. It's sorely lacking serious contenders with injuries across the board. Um, I mean, you know, like I say, everyone's entitled to a pick. For me, the problem is that obviously Jey Uso has literally, since he's had to be a singles guy, has been fantastic pretty much since just after mania he has been you know rampaging around he's called main event jay now isn't he so i don't think he's underrated in the sense that the company has put him on many many main events especially involving um you know roman of course on pay-per-view like carl says that's a storytelling masterpiece that's easily the rivalry of the year which i uh, refrain from putting on the awards bracket actually this year for me that's the rivalry of the year jay Uzzot versus roman Reigns. Um, but yeah, mind um, a wrestler for me. What this means is how much are they utilised over the year, uh, especially when they're available. See, and that's why Jay Uzo doesn't really click with me because ultimately, you know, he's only had to be a singles wrestler when he's been asked to, and he's done a great job of it. So, for me, um, I I can only think of one guy that I truly believe doesn't get enough and even though he's kind of in main event storylines right now i still feel like 2020 especially until right at the end he was so underrated so underutilized he had some of the best matches of the year uh kevin owens is easily the most underrated wrestler of 2020 arguably the most underrated wrestler in the world period his promos are arguably some of the best in the world His wrestling style is some of the best I've seen. His in-ring work, he is one of the best in-ring talkers. The best psychology of wrestling comes from Kevin Owens, arguably. Uh, He has everything you want, other than the fact that he doesn't have a shiny six-pack which is probably the only reason he is not pushed to the fucking moon and is not already a 10 time universal champion is because of the way he looks. But ultimately nobody can say they relate to anyone more than Kevin Owens as well. Cause we all kind of look a bit like Kevin Owens. We have some sort of thing in common with him. He's a family man. He's a good human being. He's humanitarian. He loves animals. Yes. We know you are wearing the merch. Well done sir. <laughs> I am um, and ultimately you should because his merch is great as well. He's one of a few people that's good merch in that fucking company. You know everything he does is fantastic. I am yet to remember Kevin Owens having a bad run of any sort since he came in as NXT champion and squared up to John Cena. And he and yet we talk about him as what one-time Universal Champion where he's derailed at fifty-two seconds by Goldberg. Other than that, he's had no real legitimate main event title contention. He's now in a rivalry with Roman Reigns and I feel like that circumstance more than it is talent. You can't tell me that... They have said, Kevin Owens is easily one of our best talents. Let's put him in there with Roman. No, it's a stopgap until they get somebody else to come in and take that belt off him, most likely Brock Lesnar. I still maintain that's probably what's going to be the case. Uh, For me, Kevin Owens is world-class, but not enough people realize he's world-class. And that, for me, personifies what underrated is. Um, As an honourable mention, I did have Baron Corbin written down as well, because I cannot find anyone who does a better job of actually doing his fucking job than Baron Corbin who is a world-class heel, but I opted for Kevin Owens because he is just on another level, but he isn't treated or seen like that guy who is on another level, and that, for me, is the epitome of what underrated is.
2: The fact that he hasn't had a world title run since 2017 is mind-boggling to me. Again, hes it's always a toss-up between Kevin Owens and AJ Styles as to who is my favorite wrestler ever because they're just both so incredible. Like I'm sure you guys talked about fucking his counter to ricochet into that styles clash on raw was fucking unreal. Like no one else could do that except maybe Kevin Owens. I'm sure he could fucking bound him into a pop-up power bomb or something, but he was the last credible universal champion, in my opinion, until maybe the fiend. I haven't decided yet, but definitely Roman now because we all know the universal titles lineage has been, uh, shaky at best i think we could call it but his run in 2017 or late 2016 till Fastlane, when you know old man goldberg decided to fucking ruin the parade that piece of shit that could still turn me into a ball of mush and murder me
0: but he's still waiting on that still weighing on that reply goldberg offered him out for a fight for charity nothing Fucking pussy. Yeah, we were talking about two on one handicap match. Maybe we'll make it a three on one. Exactly. I'm going to toss Jeremy in first and run away. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Cannon
2: cannon fodder. It'll be one of those
0: things, Jeremy. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag out and then just run (laughs) in. It'll be brilliant. Or I'll just do what Kevin Owens was doing until Chris Jericho interfered and just keep running around the ring, refusing to get in. So. Yeah, although he probably still do me on cardio as well. I might just yeah. bring the horses with me and have him just stampeded. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, any <laughs> thoughts Kev- on any of that, guys? Jeremy, you got any thoughts on Kevin Owens being underrated?
1: I agree. Kevin Owens is underrated. Kevin Owens has been underutilized, underused, and just ridiculously overlooked. Um, and I know obviously he's not going to win the title at Royal Rumble over roman because you know that would just be
2: the best thing ever what I know. we
1: want right that would be what we want and the mcmahon's don't give us what we want even though they say you they like do. what i
0: say you like <laughs>
1: yeah but yeah kevin owens that's a great shout
0: yeah um go on lads i'm gonna let you pick one what would you like to do next You can each pick one. Kyle, what would you like to do next?
2: Uh, I want to do most entertaining.
0: Most entertaining. The uh, Ricky B. Award, which is, of course, named after my beloved and dearly departed friend, Richard Bremmer, who passed away a couple of years ago from a heart disease a heart defect that was not actually found at the uh, precious age of just 32 years old and a reminder to everyone out there that just because you are of a younger age does not mean your heart should not be checked please check out cry cardiac risk of you i think it's the cardiac risk in the youth which is a very important um charity over here in particular that works on finding screenings for younger people for their heart chest because they're ultimately not afforded to people on the current healthcare system until they reach a certain age or they're obviously under a certain immune system issue Uh, the reason it's named after him not just because he passed but also because he loved the rock and he was obsessed with entertaining wrestlers which is why every year we have this award in his name so Carl wilkinson you wanted to do the most entertaining wrestler of 2020 who is your most entertaining wrestler of 2020
2: i mean we just spent the last like 10 minutes talking about but it's got to be kevin owens because he's just i know a lot of people I'm sure maybe one of you guys might say NJF, which I would understand. But Kevin Owens for me, like I said, he's just, he's so funny on the mic. Like everything he says, I just pop for like when Adam Pierce is like, Oh, I have a replacement. Cause I hurt myself. Just like the stupid little smirk on Kevin's face. He's like, yeah, that's right. It's me, bitch. We're going to do this again. I love it. It's in ring talking, especially when they, before the Thunderdome, when they had no crowd, it was just like dead silent. And you, you could still hear Kevin. He was just always so good. Like, his trash talk is unreal. It is top-notch. Best of the best. He's just... and His Twitter game, always hilarious. Like, uh, something about the WWE Network being sold to NBCU today or some shit. Like, he made a joke about that. It's unreal. The guy is just so incredibly funny. I can relate to him so much. And that's why he's my most entertaining guy of 2020.
0: I like that pick. I really do. Um, one of the, uh, do you know what I like about Owens? little things that people don't pick up on. Um, for a while, he was going through this phase on Raw many moons ago, where every time he got someone in a headlock, he would scream to the audience, "Headlock Master!" And I was just like, "I just little things like that pop me so much." I went to a SmackDown show in the UK, and obviously, this was during when it was still taped on a Tuesday and then aired on a Friday. Um, and Renee Young They were really struggling to sell tickets for Smackdown Because ultimately nobody gave a shit Everyone went to Raw, that always sold out They could not sell tickets that well at the O2 Arena and Bearing in mind we don't get nearly as much wrestling as you guys do And that speaks volumes about how bad it was at the time But Kevin Owens was on Smackdown um, He was kind of crossing over Because it was at the time when there was no brand split either And Renee Young's going, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, we still have spare tickets going for tomorrow. Please come tomorrow. We badly need to. And she was like selling everyone's booing the poor woman. Like just being boo, because they were just like, nobody gives a shit about SmackDown. Fuck you. And it's like Renee by proxy has to take the abuse on behalf of WWE. And Kevin Owens was in the ring waiting for his match. And it was during one of these sort of commercial timeouts that they do. And he just grabbed the mic and he went, If you want an incentive, I'm gonna be there. The whole crowd. (laughs) Yes, like, he was so good at making you smile. He still is. He's so good at us. I think that's a great pick. Um, Jeremy Miller, who is the most entertaining wrestler of 2020? Asuka on commentary. Oh, oh,
1: oh. Even though you what? can barely understand her, it's just the a bit sheer racist. No, 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 no. It's I can't just the sheer You, you haven't taken Japanese. the time to learn
0: Japanese that's like unreal. the rest of them. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry I forgot my Japanese English
0: dictionary at home. You're at home, oh, you uncultured boy. swine. Yeah, exactly. Just because Donald Trump didn't get back in for a second term doesn't mean you have to take it out on the rest of the world. Oh Christ. America's taken enough out of Japan, you yeah. terrible, terrible. Those person. Biden memes must be like fucking anti-catnip to you. You <laughs> must be like, ah, ah just gonna get angrier and angrier every time you see them. Oh fuck. Okay. Explain yourself okay. then. Ask her on commentary is the most Asuka
1: on commentary is just, just hilarious
0: what just on commentary that's that's alone is what makes her the most the wrestler of 2020 no it, it's Oscar all together
1: is uh entertaining i'm just Oscar on commentary is hilarious especially during her and during promos too but when she's on comms and like especially when i think it was andrade was in the ring and she was just going crazy and just like dancing at the commentary table and they're just like What is going on with her? Why is she dancing? Okay, it's Asuka. I mean, she's just so good at what she does. And then, of course, her ring, uh,
0: what she does in the ring is just bar none. Nobody's going to debate that um not a bad choice actually i think uh yeah I, I don't think that her stuff on commentary was big enough of a sample size to warrant that award uh, i'm surprised actually i had you nailed down as mjf nailed down i thought mjf was going to be your pick or randy orton because nobody cuts a promo like randy orton wearing a nappy um <laughs> oh sorry i mean a lucha mask sorry yeah <laughs> because yeah. when you get your face burn ultimately your eyebrows should always survive such an ordeal um <laughs> This was difficult for me because obviously I like to honor Rich the right way and take it semi serious. Well, I take all my awards seriously actually because I'm a very serious guy. Um, I I did want to pick MJF, but I thought, oh, everyone's going to pick MJF, so I didn't pick him, and I went for something really left field and something I think Rich in particular would appreciate because he was a, a very short guy but he had a very big, powerful statue. He was a, actually a highly yeah. credible and very successful rugby player um, and played a uh, very high level rugby in this country. Um, I've gone with Akira Tozawa. (laughs) Really out of left field. Because, first of all, nobody gives a shit about him. We know that. WWE really doesn't give a shit about him, but I honestly and this I'm I'm very much in the minority. I know this. I think the ninjas are fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I think it's the best thing I've seen all year. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. Uh, by the way, if John Silver had been the way he is now all year, I would have picked John Silver in AEW. Just so you I know.
2: was going to say that. That's what I thought you were going to go. Yeah, for. Said said small, you said small.
0: I thought not enough. Not enough. And I feel like Akira Tozawa has been doing this nonsense for the best part of the year now. Um, the ninjas were hilarious from the moment they turned up and yeah it is slightly racist i suppose because it's like <laughs> you're japanese put a ninja outfit on you piece of shit but this is a guy who was involved in a 24 7 title change in a bin and made it hilarious like 24 7 a, a title changed hands in a bin like <laughs> and he made that funny his stuff with drew gulak is incredible drew gulak even the thing is as well even when he hasn't technically been on screen The guy got eaten by a shark on Raw, okay? Nobody else can really say they've done that this year and still fucking survive and come back. Um, Even the stuff from the ninjas, like Drew Gulak using the ninja outfit to jump our truth, our truth dressing up as a ninja. Um, We even got, I think it might have been Omus, who was uh, a ninja as well. He kind of got his break as, you know, a ninja. And it was just, everything was funny. And the most forgotten about match of the year has got to be that cinematic between the Viking Raiders and Street Profits when the ninjas jump. Them and they join their alliance to take them on in this ridiculously over the top kung fu battle that stuff's funny and in a year that was fucking miserable they he never he never stopped making me laugh and i've always said this well beyond 2020 and well before that akira Tazara is one of the very few japanese talents on the male side of things at least who has been able to adapt himself beautifully to a sports entertainment um scenario you know who Who can forget him pretending to be Vince McMahon on Two or Five Live? It's fucking gold. Um, it was also the video that went viral of him where you thought he was masturbating in his bed and then when it pulled it back he was actually doing some sort of functional <laughs> it's just ridiculous I was like you are a funny funny motherfucker he is he's hilarious I find him so entertaining and I know Rich would piss his pants laughing at him because he's just such an idiot and yeah to be fair this was quite a difficult one this year there were a lot of guys who I thought really stood out MJF was very good throughout the year probably the best promo let's be honest as a heel Um, and very hilarious as well I think Jericho and he kind of went off the rails at the back of the year was doing so well in terms of entertainment uh John Silver is fantastic but again short sample size Asuka was hilariously entertaining but again too small of a sample size for me so yeah Akira Tozawa probably my most left field pick of the year but I'm I'm very proud of that pick and I stand by it I also wanted to make an honorable mention for R-Truth and Drew Gulak who alongside him were magnificent Drew Gulak uh there and also it it really hurt me to say this actually. I have on my list I've got five guys here. And the guy who I really wanted to pick, but I didn't, um, just because they kind of derailed him at the back of the year is Otis, who was hilariously good fun as well. Mm, I love yeah. Otis so much. So yeah, and uh yeah, he was just another guy. It was very difficult. If I had the choice, I would have picked quite a few people. I even would have picked Baron corbin because I find him hilarious, particularly when he's pulled out on a throne and he's got all those like, you know suspiciously homoerotic men dragging him down to the ring I-, I think it's good times but um yeah no i'm gonna stick with akira tozawa uh, any thoughts lads or should we move on to the next award which jeremy miller's gonna pick
2: i mean mm. i i love the Toy for 7 division like the title itself i couldn't give a shit about it but like all the antics that happened with it yeah. uh and- and akira tozawa has done incredible work i love the r-truth honorable mention because i think at the start of the year Brock's in the ranks with Paul Heyman going, Yeah, we're gonna defend the title. And R Truth comes out to declare himself for the Royal Rumble. And then Brock just stares at Dan and he's like, uh, I, I undeclare myself. And you see Brock corpse in the ring. You see him start to piss himself. Because R Truth is just he never such does that. a Yeah, because he's just such a tool. But it's incredible. But Kiritz out again, you know, if he got eaten by a shark and and has lived to tell about it.
0: Has this any of your picks been
2: by a shark? I think not. Brock <laughs> Lesnar F5 to shark, if we remember that, like 2003. Oh, yeah, Shark. Oh,
0: yes. That's a good one. He's made a maid for Sharknado, is he? He really should be. <laughs> you know. uh, Jeremy Miller, you have the opportunity now to pick the next award that you would like to select. You are aware, of course, of what awards are left, right? <laughs> yes, I am aware. Uh, I'll do overrated wrestler.
1: Here we go. <laughs> and I choose... The mimosa-drinking piece of shit that is Orange Cassidy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. When he came from... I watched him on the indies, and I liked the gimmick with the whole putting his hands in his pockets and fighting and all that good jazz. It was cool on the indies. On mainstream TV, it is a joke. Tony Khan wants to pimp him out like a fucking dirty whore. And... I like I, it. I just, I can't stand Orange Cassidy.
0: Uh, he's my overrated wrestler of the year. Great stuff. Great stuff, Carl. Any thoughts? I mean, and also, who have you got?
2: <laughs> I can understand why people say that because like we've said it on the show in the past before that Tony Khan is definitely sucking Orange Cassidy's dick. He's getting some of that vitamin C out of that vitamin D. You know what I mean? But <laughs> Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> bigger than that. Uh, but
2: yeah. I mean, it's, I don't think it's totally... Tony Conno. I think Cassidy is getting himself over with this bullshit gimmick. Like, he definitely shouldn't be doing it against Pac. We remember the match against Pac, and that was just stupid. We know Cassidy can work, because after, you know, he got serious, he could do some incredible things. Like, I don't think I could do a dropkick and kip up with my hands in my pocket. I could. I'm fat. I'm not doing that. But, I I can definitely understand why people don't like it. I still think it's kind of funny. But for the, like, he doesn't deserve to be, like, a TNT champion or anything, you know? He's just cut. Kind of, he's definitely, I think this act is, will forever be suited to, like, upper mid-card, maybe? Like, he'll never break through that Vince McMahon glass ceiling that's just in every company. Like, he'll never break that limit, I think, until either something changes or Tony Kong gives him a rim job.
0: Now oh, there's a match I want to see. Um, he's making an impact. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. Who's uh, Who do you think is the most overrated wrestler of 2020 then, Carl?
2: I mean, mine also comes from AEW and uh, he just kind of happens to be the current AEW world champion. It's Kenny Omega, baby. I don't give a shit. I like Kenny Omega. I loved him in Japan, but I just like I don't care. The stuff he's doing, like, the fact that he's an Impact is a huge boon for Impact. Like, I'll never deny his star power. The stuff he's doing with Don Callis right now I think is pretty good, and the fact that he gets to hang out with the Good Brothers again is great. But he's just one of the boys, and he has the world title. Like, you remember when Vince McMahon won the WWF title? He gave it up after a day, because he's like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I mean, sure, he was ECW champion, but no one remembers that because it was stupid. It just, it doesn't, I don't care. His in-ring work has always been phenomenal, but I think his promos have always been a little weak. Don Callis is carrying him right now, I think, because Don Callis is incredible. And he's just, it just bothers me, like I said, that one of the boys, like one of the guys in upper management is almost just has a stranglehold on the world title just as much as they did with the tag team titles for like six
0: months. Jeremy, Miller, your thoughts on Kenny Omega being Carl's most overrated wrestler of the year? Uh, oh, let's oh, see.
2: Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> I, I like Kenny Omega. What he's doing in AEW right now is shit, but his in-ring work is just too good to put him as an overrated wrestler. He has had matches with Pack. He has had matches with Moxley. He has had beautiful matches with Bray Phoenix, Pentagon. I demand it- that
0: you announce John Moxley in the correct manner, please. I'm sorry, John Moxley.
2: This man doesn't do it. What?
0: Hey, that's, that's that's still not good enough, ladies. and gentlemen. <clears throat> <clears throat> what, what do you want me to do? It, yeah! it- Moxley. There it is. Justin Roberts, baby. Pay attention.
3: Uh,
2: the best thing okay. about
0: AEW is that fucking cool. That's the only thing I like.
2: <laughs> That's the equivalent of Tony Chimmel
0: doing the rated art superstar for Edge. I, like, told you, I think I part,
2: think those are on yeah. par.
0: Remember when I, I can't remember what podcast it was. It wasn't that long ago where I, I came up with a theory that the reason he announced it that way is because they he was announcing it fairly normally. And then so and Tony Khan was like, Yeah, we need to we need to spice it up. You know, he's our champion. Make sure he's announced the right way. And I reckon. Justin Roberts, like, was kind of on the shitter. I reckon they have communal meetings, right? And he was sitting there, and he was thinking, how can I do this? How can I do this better? And there's loads of other wrestlers on the other cubicles. Orange Cassidy's obviously consistently having a shit because he's always laying a turd in some way or another. And he's just sitting there thinking, maybe if I announced it, and then literally as he went to announce it, he just fucking curled out a monster. And he was just like, oh, yeah. J- 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 <laughs> <laughs> And that's how it stuck. It just stuck from there, and everyone else was like, "Oh, that's such good shit." Quite literally, well, it would turn out. Um, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it.
1: it almost reminds me when he does Moxley's inter, er, uh, inter- bleh, introduction. It reminds me of what he did with John Cena when he was yeah,
0: in de- Cena.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Apparently, but he just he, put.
0: He oh. he? Have you seen his interview where he said that apparently um, Vince McMahon used to clobber him for being too over the top, He's like "Oh, you're trying to get yourself over, you piece of shit," uh, and that's why he does it the way he does because Tony lets me do whatever I want because Tony's so lovely. I love you, Uncle Tony. <laughs> I
1: love
0: when he licks Jesus my boss. <laughs> 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 oh, there's wow. it. Wow, this idea of him, Justin, and like Orange Cassidy, like. <laughs> Robbing each other, a, bomb holes, just having a cornhole train. Yeah, yeah. all aboard the human centipede. Um, oh, Jesus, I'm so glad you picked Kenny Omega because it means I get to pick my number two pick instead. Because everybody... <laughs> I got you, babe. And my number two pick is going to alienate probably a good half of our audience because the most overrated talent this year for me is AEW's fans.
1: Ooh! Oh! Oh.
0: I am so sick of you acting all fucking high and mighty about how fantastic... By the way, I don't give a shit that you hate me. I don't. You can call me whatever you like. I have Millwall fans gunning for me on Jeremy's podcast. You think I give a shit? Brim like Fat monkeys. No, I do not, right? Okay? Some of my best friends are AEW fans. It's like I'm attacking the gays. Some of my best friends are AEW fans. Um <laughs> But ultimately, I'm so sick of you going on social media, acting like you're all fucking holier than thou, that you've never tweeted anything so rude and obtrusive, that you've never had a thought that might be slightly controversial, that you're so left-leaning, and also the fact that you're so fucking stupid and naive sort of product in front of you. Even when is good, you know, all they ever do is go on, I watch AEW because it's more wholesome than WWE, because they're not as racist as WWE, because there isn't a megalomania. Oh, we don't have a Trump supporter as our owner. <laughs> Wrong again. <coughs> (coughs) Tony Khan and his father contributed a large amount of money to the Trump administration to help ensure he would become president back in 2016. So, you know, feel free to Google that and do your fact-checking yourself. But ultimately, I'm sick and tired of your toxic and cancerous nature on the internet because all you do is bang on about how everyone sucks off WWE, blah, 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 but you use exactly the same smear tactics that WWE fans do to shit on the opposition. Nobody in their right mind who knows even the slightest thing about wrestling can tell me. The NXT is a bad product. You can tell me it's not your cup of tea. You prefer... Dynamite, and that's absolutely fine because everyone's entitled to an opinion. But when you actively go on and say, "Yeah, well, our women's division is better than theirs," you are quite literally retarded. And I'm not going to have that fucking nonsense. I'm not going to fucking listen to it in my airspace. It is frankly obnoxious, and I'm sick of everyone acting. Is it? I mean, I could argue AEW is the most overrated thing of all time because it is. It's fine, but it's not the be on all And the only reason that people love AEW as much as they do, and they love the wrestlers as much as they do, and this will really fucking hurt because ultimately i can handle the truth i know there's a lot of things wrong with me but you people can't the truth is that you like aw so much because you relate to a lot of their characters because they're all fucking average at best too ultimately when you see someone like orange cassidy you know that you can do a lot of that stupid shit we can all put on a pair of jeans and pretend that we don't give a fuck we can all come out looking like, you know, a retarded egg like Luther does with some whack face paint on us. You know, we can all do the Sepentico thing with gay shit coming out of us. It takes a lot of skill to be like a Drew McIntyre to be like so many other, it takes a lot of skill actually to be like so many AEW talents, proud and powerful. And that's what fucks me off about it is that you've genuinely got some of the world's best talents. Proud and powerful should have been everybody's tag team of the year. Turns out they didn't do fuck all this year because Tony Buck Khan has got a massive chubby on for being the elite, which by the way, is also hilariously overrated. I don't hate anything about AEW, but when you actively go out of your way to go on social media and act as if that is the only thing that's wonderful in the world, it's funny, isn't it? You know, when speaking out here, they were so forgiven of Jimmy Havoc and Sammy Guevara and their behavior, but I can guarantee if a WWE wrestler had made a joke about rape, they would have fucking torn the house down and they would not have let that individual forget it until they were fired. Use the same energy and the consistency with everybody else. For that reason, I want to use this platform to say, AEW fans, fucking piss me off. This whole, this all-inclusive bullshit as well drives me crazy. Do I believe in life and the average walk of life that everyone should have the opportunity to be all-inclusive? Of course I fucking do. I don't want to see anyone rejected from whatever it might be, a restaurant, a coffee shop, a cake show. It doesn't matter what it fucking is, a business, an opportunity to work. But when it comes down to AEW and wrestling, yeah, sure, it should be all-inclusive. But if you're terrible, you shouldn't be allowed to be on the TV. Not because, oh, everybody's allowed to have 10 minutes of fame. Oh, everybody's allowed to be good. Everyone should have a competitive match. No, they shouldn't, actually. Do you feel, So are you the kind of people who watched the 90s WWF and thought that a Brooklyn brawler and the goon should have had 15-minute classics with Vader and Shawn Michaels? No, nonsense. People have their places in society. Ultimately, when you go to work, are you all the fucking managing director? No, you're not. Because somebody needs to be in that position because they have the necessary and requisite tools, and you don't. It's as simple as that. So ultimately, I don't mind seeing jobbers. I don't mind seeing enhancement talents. And frankly, I'm sick and tired of people telling me that stuff is good when it's not. I've seen people trying to argue that that horrible fucking tooth and nail match was on a par with Firefly Funhouse. It's not even close. Grow up. It's pathetic. Are they of the same ilk? Yes. But one is actually done well, and the other one was pure AIDS. It's as simple as that. I'm tired of hearing it aw and their fans are the most overrated thing i've seen all year and i am the man who spent 1200 pounds flying to washington to see the first ever dynamite so don't tell me that i've just got a jolly on and i hate AEW and that i'm basically british cornet although i am in many ways
2: <clears throat> i mean i know i've said this before but i know the reason you get so worked up when dynamite is bad is because you did that you flew across the ocean dangerous it's cancerous to come come watch something you absolutely could not wait for and love and to see it just go down the shitter is heartbreaking
0: because you want it to be good what pisses me off the most is the device sorry um your mic's a little bit rubbery by the way just want to give you a shout um that's right man um ultimately for me like it's the divisive nature of it because all we ever do is fucking whinge on about how cancerous wrestling fans are they're all the same we even are probably guilty of it in some form or fashion, but I like to think I give measured and honest opinions. And if you go back and watch my Dynamite review on YouTube, this this very channel, I believe not a single point I've made is too over the top. I believe that those are valid points and I've asked people to debate me on it and nobody can debate me on it. And this is the classic thing. Do you know what it is? Debating wrestling with an AEW fan is like trying to debate with a flat earther that the earth is round. You're not going to get anywhere because these retarded people have their own feelings and, thoughts on the world and ultimately you can't change that opinion i don't want to change people's opinion but when they actively think that their product is superior to everybody else's when it's clearly not it's it's just fucking boring to listen to and i'm bored of turning on my twitter every day and seeing another thing about oh ratings don't matter Oh, oh but they do if we win fuck off pick one position to stand in and stick with that position don't flip and flop and move the goalposts every single time to suit your argument because you look like a fucking child. And that's basically what it is. When you debate wrestling with the majority of AEW fans, you are debating wrestling with children.
2: Just like what you like
0: like they're it doesn't they're matter who make that argument in it? They? they're the ones exactly who this is why I'm angry about it because it's you AEW fans who spend your time on social media saying oh I just want to like what I like well then shut up and watch it then and stop fucking going on about how much you hate WWE NXT all the time or oh WWE does this oh I and also the social media virtue signaling I've got to make sure that I tweet that I don't like WWE people need to know that I don't watch NXT oh I don't watch WWE I don't give my money so to- I'd rather give my money to Tony can't because he's a good human. yeah great because he'll probably take that money wipe his ass with it and then hand it over to some ginger megalomaniac in american congratulations also his sports franchises are a fucking part of shit <laughs> i'm so tired of it he's a bad businessman he's a bad businessman who does bad 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 he makes bad decisions but you want to defend those but ultimately vince mcmahon who i think is a piece of shit of the highest order has made billions of Based solely on the wrestling business, Tony Khan hasn't made jack shit. He's using daddy's fucking checkbook So stop acting. And that maybe that's why you all relate to him as well because you all live in your dad's basements ultimately, and you know want if all your success comes from there. It's it's pathetic, you know. That meme with the big fat guy from the South Park episode. That's that's an AEW fan right now <laughs>
3: that's,
0: that's well, I mean,
2: from from the episode "Make Love, Not Warcraft," which is one exactly. of the best South Park episodes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I just feel. laying back with fucking Doritos on his chest, drinking some Mountain Dew. Yeah. yeah.
0: And ultimately, if AEW fans have such a big problem with this, why don't you take your own advice and not pay attention to us then? If you just like what you like, don't listen to this shit. Simple as that, really. And it's not every AEW fan. I've actually spoken to some fantastic people who watch AEW who like it, who are willing to debate properly like adults and discuss things like an adult and share their opinions on the fact. But from what I've seen, the majority of the people that use the social media are just cancerous in their nature. Let's move on to something a bit more positive, as in who was the worst tag team of the year? Uh, I like who that. Who's the worst tag team of the year, Kyle?
2: Uh, Cesaro and Nakamura. Oh yes, because these are two guys that should be good. We've said this for years. Especially but, but, with Nakamura, or
0: is in Ring of Honor, mate. So clearly, he's the greatest wrestler that ever lived. <laughs>
2: and Nakamura carried New Japan for three years. He should be great. And so did that,
0: so did Kojima, the guy who likes bread. That doesn't mean I want him in my main event at WrestleMania, innit? it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> These two guys, I just I don't care. We've I know you've specifically harped on Nakamura because of how good he was and what he is now. He's not. When that when he won the 2018 Royal Rumble, I was so fucking hyped because we're like, you just know if they're gonna give us something that we want to see, and we're gonna get Nakamura, AJ Styles at WrestleMania, and then that rivalry went on for five months, and it was circled around who could kick each other in the dick.
1: And no, what? no comment. No comment. Oh, oh look,
0: me no speak English. English. <laughs> was that
2: uh, i mean i remember when you know you go back to the good times of Jinder as champion and him destroying nakamura's undefeated streak on the main roster
0: those were heady days
2: yeah uh, we'll heady never day. get those days again
0: Yeah, and they had the nerve to fucking say that fucking Jinder Mahal was racist. (laughs) Which (laughs) he was, I suppose. Well, the promo that he was given was racist. I don't think Jinder Mahal actively has any problem with Japanese people. No, Um, I bet you're not. Yeah,
2: But, like, sure, Nakamura and Cesaro were tag team champions. That doesn't mean they're good. It means SmackDown has two tag teams. Those are your choices. It was either The New Day, which, at the time, before the brand split, it was either The New Day, whom I love, um, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler were they still on Raw? I think they might have still been Raw at the beginning of the year because they came over in the draft. Huh. Yeah, and then um I I honestly God can't think of any SmackDown tag teams. So it was just Nakamura, Cesaro, and The New Day. Oh, I've seen Cesaro yeah. fight The New Day, uh probably two hundred million times. Wasn't
1: Lucha House Party on SmackDown at that time?
2: I don't count Lucha House Party. <laughs>
0: That's not a tag team. That's just some midgets in a mask.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, I don't care about either guy. I want to, but honestly, the time has long passed for either of them to get a significant singles run. So they'll probably just be stuck in this nowhere tag team forever because there's nothing else for them. Sure, Nakamura, maybe people think he had a face here just because his old music came back on SmackDown a few weeks back. I, I didn't realize that new music instantly meant we have to cheer for him now. Is, is that a thing? I haven't watched wrestling in a while. Did I miss something? Is that like a, a new thing now? Don't
0: know. No okay, idea.
2: cool. But still, still don't care.
0: Know, it? Let's be honest. No. I mean, do we get a Nakamura-Sazara feud? Because I don't care about that either. Do you know why Nakamura fans love that music so much? Because that's ultimately the best thing he's ever had, is that music. And it's the same reason why everyone still faps furiously over Bobby Roode, because if you take Glorious away, he's got nothing.
2: I don't even care about Glorious. I care about the Glorious bombs that DIY was doing.
0: I like, care about the Bobby Roode's w... That's what I care about.
2: I mean, I, I like Bobby Roode. He's literally from my hometown. So it's always cool to see him succeed. I know he's tag champ right now. But the best thing his WWE career has ever done is DIY photobombing on his entrance theme. Yeah, it was and that cool. says a lot.
0: Who's the worst tag team of the year, Jeremy? I'm also with Cesaro and
1: Shinsuke Nakamura. Because these two should not be a tag team. They should be doing actual fucking wrestling singles. That's why We should around. be That's seeing... We need to see Cesaro get a title run at least once. Never going to happen. Cesaro
0: is one of the favorites for the Rumble year. No, I don't see it. He's getting a big push, isn't he, on SmackDown? He's been winning loads of singles matches. You know, he beat Dolph Ziggler. Nakamura got a good push,
1: too, in that gauntlet.
0: Yeah, they think that Nakamura might be getting slowly built back again as well. The thing with um, Nakamura, what you brought up in Nakamura, Car, which I really love, is the fact that that they gave us what we wanted, and it wasn't very good. They gave us what we wanted. What did we whinge on about? We don't want to see Brock Lesnar. we want to see AJ Styles and Nakamura. I stayed on watched that. I fell asleep during that match. And I had to re-watch the rest of Mania the next day. Turns out I missed a 10-year-old when the tag titles. Um, <laughs> hey, you know.
2: Nicholas now beat, he beat Renee Dupree for that fucking honor of being the youngest title holder. Because yes, for some is.
0: reason I know that. Yeah, as if Rene Dupree didn't have it bad enough being fingered by JBL <laughs> on a regular basis and he then lost his only fucking claim to fame to a ten year old. Um I still remember Rene Dupree and Fifi. Was that his dog? Yes. yes it, was, yeah. it was his dog, yeah. Yeah, and then and he- his yeah, he used to tag with Kenzo Suzuki. Do you remember that? And Kenzo Suzuki had that woman who was like had to do as he said at all times. And then she ended up she getting was, She was
2: like a geisha. Taroko. Yeah, and
0: then she took her geisha off once because John Cena was trying to hit on her. Because good old, good guy John Cena was like, hey, I remember he like spanked her or something. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> that Smackdown was a bad day. 2004, it doesn't matter that Eddie Guerrero won the WWE title. That was a bad year for wrestling. That's what I've learned. It was beautiful for about a month, and then it just went to shit. <laughs>
2: I feel, yeah, I feel like 2003 to 2000, the beginning of 2005, like those two yeah. years.
0: Yeah. We're great. We needed, we needed Vince Mann to tear both his quads to reset the world. The, <laughs> the best, best image needed.
2: in the world is him with his hands on his hips and just like screaming at everyone. It's Fucking like... brilliant. No selling
0: two torn quads. I'll say one thing about Vince. He's one bad motherfucker. To be able to no sell that kind of pain is astonishing. That's what fucking ketamine and rape does for you, ladies and gentlemen. Best
1: wrestler of the year, Vince
0: McMahon. Yeah, two thousand five, <laughs> nice best wrestler 18. of the year. Yeah, two far. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and honestly,
2: be... it's probably it's probably the adrenaline though. Like just because he was so bad that just the adrenaline for a second. Because I think yeah. you see at some point oh, like the camera the switch engine. and you see like he's they're just like dragging him. Like his legs are just dead. He's got his arms over like two refs are just dragging him out because he literally can't walk. <laughs> it's
0: fucking brilliant absolutely brilliant it's one of the greatest yes. things i've ever seen in wrestling history is him tearing his quads um the worst tag team of the year yeah i thought cesaro and nakamura sucked but they're not my choice for me um first of all they're not a tag team so they can't get worst tag team of the year mm. i refuse to acknowledge them as a tag team to be a, the worst tag team, you have to actually be a tag team. Now, I did dabble with anyone who dared to even enter a ring with Marco Stunt as the worst tag team <laughs> of the year. Um, but I went for a different tag team in AEW, and you had the worst wrestler of the year as the AEW champion. Well, I have the worst tag team of the year as the AEW Boom, baby. champions, the Young Bucks. Welcome. You are fucking piss-irritating little shits. And if you were heels, great stuff. But probably the only real thing that you have claimed to fame is that Jim Cornette hates you at this point. <laughs> like, and I'm so sick and tired of people telling me, I see AEW fans again all over. Oh, yeah, Young Bucks are one of the greatest tag teams to ever live. That shows how fucking retarded and young these people must be. They're not even the best tag team in their own company. they book booked that way, but they are also happen to be, what, EVPs or whatever the fucking stupid thing is they call themselves presidents of vice operations or, you know, fucking whatever it might be. Um, their matches are stupidly overrated. The majority of them have the same fucking bullshit, over-the-top, unnecessary flips that even JR took to task re- on regular occasions. Every time someone gives them stick on the internet, they have a little cry and take their fucking Twitter down for a while because they can't handle it. You know, I never see Tamatonga taking his fucking Twitter down, do you? <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't, Absolutely not. I'm sick and tired of their bullshit. They look fucking amateurish. They look trash. Those tassels, those headbands. Grow the fuck up. You're like in your mid to late 30s or whatever it is now, or even if you're in your late 20s still. Nobody should be wearing I a headband in their with 40s. hair unless they're sitting in a dark room, wanking off ferociously and smoking way too much cheap weed. They look fucking trashy. Their matches are overrated. That match versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page was an excellent match, but it was not a world beating match. They have not had one this year. And also, their fucking rivalry with FTR was the most underwhelming and underutilized fucking rivalry in the history of tag team wrestling. You had literally the most perfect setup. And the most perfect piece of TV gold sitting there and you binned it because you arrogant little fuckers couldn't get over your own self. Your heel turn was atrocious. You then binned off your heel turn. You made the argument on social media that apparently heels and faces are outdated. Yeah, that's that's ultimately what people think when they watch these, you know, level uh, record-setting Marvel films. I mean, Joe annoys me about, you know, uh, Tony Stark is the fact that he's a good guy. You know, he should be shades of grey. Fuck off. Yeah, (laughs) like it's it's the nuances, it's the little things they can't do them, and when you're in a company with guys like Proud and Powerful and the Lucha Brothers and everybody else that we have SCU and even Hybrid too and guys like that, uh, FDR obviously being at the top of the pile in terms of how a tag team should operate. I don't think you're close to any of those tag teams I've mentioned. And I'm sick and tired of seeing you do the same bullshit flips. The Meltzer driver. Oh, look how edgy and cool we are. We named a move after Uncle Dave, who looks like a suspiciously roided up 1970 Scott Steiner. Like, nobody cares. You grow up. It's, it's, do you know what it is? It's two children playing wannabe wrestler. I'd love it if we were able to send them back 20 years and have them wrestle and inform Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson so they could snap them into and smack them around and teach them a little something. And people will say, you're just an old man who's out of touch with the business. Absolutely not. I love athletic wrestling. I think Santos Escobar is one of the biggest, biggest talents to look out for uh, in the forthcoming future. I think they're an incredible amount of young talents. I think Jungle Boy's fucking fantastic. I love MJF um these guys are fucking boring they're overrated are they fun absolutely and i love them on the indies you know why because that's a good level for them they're great on the indies fantastic just because you're good on the indies doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a world class wrestler nova was magnificent on the indies and even in ecw simon dean not so much there are plenty of examples of that. So, yeah, I, um, I've i gone with uh, the Young Bucks as the worst tag team in the year. Not because I think they're utterly dreadful, but because ultimately, with the position they're in, they don't fulfill nearly as much as they should. And they are actually a tag team.
2: Yeah, they're two frat boys sitting at you know the top floor of their house with the boys and some beer. It just... i still
0: I'm still, all I'm still
2: blocked. I'm so blocked on Twitter by them because I said one bad thing about them one time.
0: Sensitive, and that's
2: all you need. Like, do I care? Not really. I'm not the kind of guy that goes,
0: man, I'm blocked by like 18 wrestlers. Oh, <laughs> yo, because I said something dumb. <laughs> and your profile, mate, put the date down. That's what the kids do now, don't they?
2: I know. I talked about it when FTR first came into AEW, that them and the Bucks can't fucking touch each other for like a year edge me for a year for this match and they gave away what like the third month
0: yeah and I had like four weeks build up as well It was trash And I'm so sick of hearing Even like my friends Hardest part of the ring I remember them talking about How much they loved it And I was so pissed off Because I thought Those are good guys Who know their shit Better than most wrestling fans And even they And I thought People are just buying into this crap Because they're so desperate To have an alternative to AEW So am I But don't fucking act As if Impact Hasn't been there For the best part of 20 years And delivering world class moments For a large portion of that Just because you're upset At Dixie Carter Stop acting as if Impact Has only just fucking occurred Because Kenny Omega was on it bullshit and that product is still better without them fuck nuggets sitting in their vans giving each other a little circle jerk it fucking winds me up it really does fuck the young bugs piss me tony off Con,
2: tony khan tony khan is dixie carter 2020 it gets, it
0: feels like good a, shout good shout like that like that he has, a
2: lot. He has no idea what he's doing no, it doesn't. he's like daddy daddy i want a wrestling company and my friend cody said he could help me okay son but you make sure you don't waste it and you don't get any more i don't know what his dad sounds like but
0: i love the idea that shard khan who looks like basically the world's greatest moroccan supervillain from james bond talks like (laughs) hey you guys (laughs) just talks like that albert (laughs) yeah basically Oh, Fat Khan. Give me what I want. I'd rather <laughs> see his dad on TV. I reckon he'd be much better at it. I want his dad to come down and just be like Vince. Like, Shut up, Tony, you piece of shit. Just beat him up on TV in front of everyone. He's such a little fucking gimp, Tony Khan. And everyone's sucking his dick. It's embarrassing. It really is. Boys, we haven't got much left, have we? What was the best uh, show you- of the year?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020 Royal Rumble. Because, you I mean... You tell me. Uh, well, yeah, there's that price, but it's also the last big show with a crowd, and the crowd really resonates with me. That's why I didn't watch a lot of wrestling overall in 2020. I still watched it.
0: The best heel it I've seen ever from a champion in the modern era. Brock Lesnar going into that rumble as the champion and a heel, and wiping out everyone's favors. Oh, he's fucking ruining it for me! You all got worked like bitches, innit? it. You all got worked. I mean, yeah, like
2: he, I, he eliminated. I think what like more than half or close to
0: I half think he I, got, think. I think he got at least a third yeah yeah and then drew mcintyre claymore kicks him over the top and my erection has never been larger
2: and lesnar still he used out flat on the other side of the for like 10 minutes
0: yeah sold it like a, lesnar will sell if you are worth your shit and he recognized exactly. right there that drew mcintyre was worth it because you know that lesnar could have been like fuck you i'm not jobbing out to him if you wanted to and lesnar was like yep yeah, no problem took a claymore and hayman's face as well like it's fucking incredible. It just, What's whatever call
2: him, it's just like.
0: Might be just, my moment of the year, actually, was him getting eliminated from the Rumble because I don't think anything has made me go so crazy in terms of booking.
2: Yeah, that was, that was unreal. Also, I guess I should specify specified the men's Royal Rumble match. 2020. Yeah. Not the, but no, that's my favorite match of the year, but we'll get to that. That was your match I mean, year. okay. Yeah, the, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if the Royal Rumble will count because I do have a
0: backup. in case oh, it's it it still does. a pay-per-view. Depends. It's, for me, I obviously wanted to pick like you know. Um, the
2: match was also pretty high up for me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
0: That's absolutely fair. What about you, Jeremy? What's your show of the year? Takeover War Games. Good choice. Great choice.
1: Fucking love that. that. Just the the female War Games was probably the better one than the men's. Oh, I, I agree.
0: Raquel Gonzalez is...
1: Raquel Gonzalez and Io Shirai jumping off of a fucking <laughs> cell beard. with a fucking garbage can on her. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a fucking bullet.
0: Just... Ah! I thought that was great. <laughs> fucking hilarious. How can we psych this up more? I'm going to put a bit on my head. That <laughs> is great. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, just fucking great. Now, we- now, don't get me that. wrong. The men's match was really good,
1: but compared to what they've done in the past, it was nowhere near...
0: Uh, what they were used. To, They're running out of spots. To. Running out. They spots. really are. Do matches like that. It's hard to top each one. The men's was fantastic, to be fair. It still yeah, so well. to be fair, like Pat
2: McAfee, to his credit, like he's not a wrestler per se, but I mean, so like you can't expect him to do a, you can't expect to do a double moonsault like Ricochet.
0: Oh, if we had breakout star again, because I tried to trim that towards a bit. If we had breakout star, yeah, Pat McAfee definitely.
1: Or, oh yeah, maybe sure. Dominic, maybe Dominic yeah. at a stretch. I think but those are the me, only Pat two. McAfee,
0: yeah because dominic let's not forget dominic is born into this business pat mcafee was not pat mcafee was a fucking what a punter in the nfl like you know and a radio fucking sports personality so to speak who went and got trained the right fucking way he thought right if i'm gonna do this i want to do it properly he got trained by rick rogers for fuck's sake one of the greatest names in the history of wrestling training you know dominic mysterio to be fair has probably spent the better part of the last four or five years training to be a wrestler pat mcafee brilliant world class not to say not take anything from Dominic he's fantastic too really excited about his future but yeah no I um, am they're good choices so you got takeover war games Jeremy and uh, Carl went for the rumble of 2020 Uh, I actually have gone for a show that everyone has completely fucking forgotten Um, NXT takeover worlds collide which happened right at the beginning and it was fucking stacked from top to bottom with so many great matches. It was fucking brilliant. Topped off, of course, with Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Versus Imperium.
3: True.
2: It was just perfect.
0: It's just so easy. You know, you had Jordan Devlin. I know there's a lot of issues around him, but ultimately at the time, it was magnificent seeing him capture the Cruiseweight Championship. You had um, Ilya Dragunov versus Finn Balor, for fuck's sake. Like, you know, it just it was built so fucking well. And it was short was it, as well. Wasn't Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was a card that kind of for me really was. And the thing is, it's totally forgotten as well. I'm actually looking back at it here. Like you got Kaylee. It was Kaylee Ray versus Mia Yim. Finn Balor mm-hmm. versus Ilya Dragunov. Jordan Devlin versus Angel Garza. Isaiah Swerve Scott and Travis Banks for the cruiserweight title. You had DIY versus Mustache Mountain.
3: Ah. Oh.
0: Yeah, the most forgotten great tag match. (laughs) I saw Carl's heart beat a little bit eh? there. Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm for the NXT Women's Championship and Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. The best from start to finish for me for a show. I thought it was world-class. And also, you know, having that fan base there again as well, that rabid crowd, you know, that kind of semi-indie, semi-NXT crowd. One of the best crowds you can ask for in wrestling. Brilliant. And we really do forget. Just how great wrestling is in front of a live, rabid crowd. So yeah, uh, that's my uh, that's my show. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I I don't think anyone could
2: disagree. I mean, again, the crowd is such a big part of wrestling as a whole. but I mean, that's kind of why I went for the rumble, but I mean, there's a crowd at this show too, and it was fucking unreal. That just saying that card out loud is a five-star card for me. I don't even need to see the matches. Just on paper, it looks like a five-star show for me. And yeah. I don't remember it very well. I have to go back and re-watch it at some point because I have all the time in the fucking world. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm good to rewatch it. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Jeremy, any thoughts on that, Mike? That was a great card. Uh, I kind of remember the finish of the Undisputed Era Imperium match, and that was... Oh saucy indeed give me
0: some breadsticks to dip into that sauce <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> my. Okay, what's, your, what's your favorite breadstick by the way if you go to an italian restaurant which uh, breadsticks do you have i mean i'm not super picky about breadsticks to be honest just I'm I'm assuming there's going to be a bruschetta crowd here. I
2: mean, I love bruschetta. Oh my fucking god! Bruschetta
0: is pretty good.
2: Give me the feta cheese and the tomato and the balsamic reduction. Oh my god, I am
0: rock. Balsamic hard. reduction on the wrestle <laughs> floor. We've reached a new height. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that is Speaking t- of balsamic
1: re- reduction, my uh, my wife made some balsamic reduction uh, Brussels sprouts with some onions on it. It was
0: fucking amazing. Balsamic reduced Brussels sprouts. You ruined it. Where yes, did you then. go for Christmas? What? Fucking? Did you go to Fidel Castro's house for Christmas? What the fuck? <laughs> no. I cooked Fucking... pork chops. I and... say.
2: <laughs> I say, son.
0: I cooked pork chops, and she made. And when a we balsamic... were done with the Christmas dinner, we sat down and read Homer's *Ulysses*. Oh my god. <laughs> Phenomenal. Which, by the way, I have read, and I don't recommend to anybody who has a life. <laughs> it's a have great you ever tried
2: book. To read- Ever but tried to read not. the Divine Comedy, dude?
0: Yeah, and also the Chaucer's tales. Fuck! <sighs> I like how we've all of a sudden become really close. Welcome to the wrestle plug, or as we like to call it, the wrestle reduction. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't have my corn cob pipe on me right now. Yeah, I don't have my mon- um, my monocle. I'm very disappointed. It's like I've of a future hat. armor in it. I don't think you realize just how rich he is. In fact, I better put on a monocle. <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff. I do believe that we're left with two awards. What is your match of the year? I spoiled mine early,
2: but it was the Royal Rumble 2020. Edges because oh. the, uh, number 21. I'll never fucking forget the number.
0: I didn't but, even know it was him at first. I haven't heard that music in so long. And I was watching it with Dexter. And the music went off. And I remember thinking, like, I know that, that sounds is. really familiar. Oh, I was like that. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking freaked." And I'm uh, freaked now. Oh my! I think god. I was. I think
2: I was at uh, my buddy Brandon's house. He's the only guy, like, that lives in Peterborough with me that likes wrestling. Like my only friend in town. So I went and watched it with him. And he's got four young children at home. And you know the rumble. I think the men's World Rumble was the last was the main event. So it would all like you know nine thirty, ten o'clock is. I think I woke at least two up when those first three live like first five words i can't count i'm so excited just thinking about it i lost my fucking mind and that was already after drew kicked
0: brock in the face yeah it's the best book rumble of all time in my opinion uh 100 percent because it's it's right there with 2001 as the greatest raw rumble ever for me uh 2001 i still like 2018 i really like that rumble that one like
2: the, yeah, especially like the old guard versus the new guard. Like when it was the final yeah. six, it was like Cena, Orton, and
0: Mysterio. Balor? Balor was in there as well. Mysterio
2: Again, against Balor, Balor Reigns, and Nakamura. Four,
0: that was probably, for me, Balor's best ever performance as a wrestler was in that Rumble. Mm-hmm. Boy, we could probably make it. a list about
2: the best book Rumbles or make some sort of... It is Rumble season,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Rumbles season.
1: Indeed it is. But that
2: match alone, like it was sold on the fact that Brock Lesnar was... The champion, and he was going at number one. He's like, I'm going to be all volume motherfuckers. And he did. He just, you know, he'd be alone in the ring. I think the most that ever got in the ring was three, including him. I think when it was Keith Lee and uh, Braun. I think it was the most. But like just Brock's face reactions, especially when Keith came out, Brock's just like jamming to his music. And he's like, Man, you're a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. And then that Claymore that sends him out, Edge coming back. Fucking. It drew winning it just it was so incredibly booked and the crowd was so hot it was it was phenomenal and you know aj also got hurt during that rumble which is something that hurts me a little bit he separated the shoulder which stuff but it didn't matter because edge came back nine years that guy was on the shelf getting ripped being a viking he was shredded by the way could i just say you could have grated yeah. cheese on that body yeah, fucking 46
0: right. years old
2: <laughs> I don't even look that good now I'll be 30 in 3
0: months I'm 36 I'm 10 years behind him and i got a body like a fucking discarded bottle of yogurt <laughs> wow. this match was the
2: best like you said, best book Rumble and I don't, I'm sure New Japan had some good matches at the start of the year Wrestle Kingdom always had good matches but nothing compared to the 2020 men's role
0: level. Jeremy Miller. I Obviously, assume there's a giveaway here, but what do you think uh, is the best wrestling match of 2020?
1: The best match of the year. Obviously, this the, uh, the background is from Backlash, which I do not agree was the greatest wrestling match ever. I agree. I think it was the... Uh, Randy Orton edge match
0: last man standing at WrestleMania Everyone hates that except for us are we the only people who think that's a good match I Ma- that. maybe it's because we've got jaded memories from watching it together and having so much fun laughing together on the Xbox and that but I thought that was fantastic to watch and getting to see Edge in his first singles match in what nine years was magical and I know having it with Randy legit. Orton
1: was perfect yeah like that scrub like- People oh, were bitchy
2: because like, the match went, what, like 47 minutes or something? Like, Good. They were complaining. Yeah, it
0: was incredible. The there old grudge was... match. He tried to break his neck. He tried to he... end his career. Of course. He beat up was. his wife. <laughs> yeah. He
2: fucking which, RKO'd his wife. I shouldn't have parked for, it, but I did. Because oh, we know Bethany a
0: Who fucking monster. For a woman getting RKO'd, I lost my tits when Stacy Keeva got RKO'd. The best one for me was probably uh, Mae Young. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, I think the best one was Stephanie McMahon when he uh DDT he her DD DD teeter and then he kissed her right with Triple H a handcuffed to team. the yeah. yes. That was because oh. Orton's a rapist.
0: Yeah, that was basically the last time Orton was good until this year, wasn't it? I guess. And that was a lot of uh
2: yeah, that would have been
0: uh I think I 2009.
2: Say... I think was the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. I think Please, it was 2009. That That's two, almost 12 years ago. Yeah, and he's just been like kicking around the like you know higher higher event scene but i mean we didn't give a shit till all of a sudden he's kicking edge in the head and we're like randy <laughs> you're getting pretty randy there <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. i can't believe you yeah, got edge versus orton i'm not surprised i really thought you were going to pick the greatest wrestling match of all time and just completely buy into events the- had just swung you a few dollars <laughs> <laughs> <That's> such <good> a <laughs> shit the audacity to call that the greatest wrestling yeah no. i oh, well, look at dude. how
2: fancy charles robinson's dressed up in that picture look at him know, nice right?
0: blue shirt and the bow tie i like he it. does look good don't he he does look shiny yeah ultimately jeremy i don't want to be rude but if you're going to put your head down somewhere it would have been the other way um because <laughs> he sucks awful and what nobody's business um yeah yeah The best match of the year. Um, Oh, so subjective. What do you like in a wrestling match? For me, it's got to be a clash of titans. It's got to be hard hitting. It's got to have a great level of uh, technical execution. Um, I feel like it's the kind of match that the crowd have to lose their tits over. It's got to be one of those matches that you almost feel are compelled to chant this is awesome beforehand, which I will not do because, frankly, it's one of my biggest pet peeves in wrestling. But nonetheless, you want to be able to, from the get-go, feel it. Um, very much in the same ilk, this match for me, as when um, the Bray Wyatt, uh, the Wyatt family, excuse me, took on the shield for the first time at elimination chamber and i wet my knickers over that and i wet my knickers i've given it away too because it is for me the undisputed era versus imperium um, a little part of me was very tempted by some of the cinematics actually i had some great times watching cinematic matches but for me uh, it's not quite a match match if you know what i like, mean it's, it's the it's only a different i yeah. had a honorable
1: mention of like the boneyard match yeah same here That's and the, and in the for sure. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Firefly. Yeah. The
0: problem with the Firefly fire, Funhouse <laughs> so is so not fun. wrestling at <laughs> all, right. Um, Although it does have McMahon as a puppet giving John Cena the business, which is probably... And John Cena saying. wearing an NWO shirt. That, that is such <laughs> a, a good Carolyn. reference that nobody gets. That NWA thing is so clever because he's the modern-day Hulk Hogan. It was genius. It was so well done. So well Fucking done. Great. Straight from the mind of Bray Wyatt. Well done, sir. Um, yeah, no, there were some really good matches this year. My Honorable Mention goes to Ilya Dragonor versus Volta from NXT UK, which if you have uh- Oh, actually fucking so sexy. That is what I believe a wrestling match should be. That is probably my favorite singles match of the year, but just, just, just because of the sheer star power and the fact that it proved that you don't even have to be anywhere near the main roster to captivate all of the wrestling world undisputed era versus imperium was so good we got to see as well guys like fabian eichner you know just really prove themselves in a main event level because ultimately people are looking at you know volta and they're looking at adam cole and maybe a little bit Kyler Riley, but bobby fish is a world-class wrestler who deserved to be in that position roderick strong has gone from being arguably a lot of purists used to say roderick strong was the most boring wrestler alive so for him to really regenerate himself recreate himself and rehabilitate who he is in the undisputed era the way he's done has been fantastic everybody in that match he's a world-class star they really are um but i, I love ike now i think he's fantastic and volta's chops are literally seismic they are very much that they, they are for me wrestling's equivalent to fanos doing that <laughs> like that's how <laughs> special they are to me yeah. so i have yeah.
2: I've never obviously felt a knife edge chop. I would like to at some point. I would love to try and do some wrestling training, but like I've, I take Find one me hit. up, get him I'd over t- here. <laughs> I do it. I would one hundred percent try it. But uh, I've been like anytime I go to a Destiny show and I hear Josh Alexander hitting those, hitting some knife edge chops, like because I always buy front row because I support indie wrestling. I love Destiny. I always spend whatever I can. out yeah, to
0: our boys at Destiny, the best and, that Canada has to offer.
2: And when I see Josh Alexander like he had uh, he's had numerous matches with Pete Dunne which is another one of my boys but it's just tough. hearing just hearing those chops from like a foot away from me I'm like I felt my heart skip a beat I can't imagine being hit with one of these and Walter is brings it to a whole new level because he's such a fucking monster Yeah, his hand is Him like the Minoru, size of my
0: chop fest please I reckon he fucks Suzuki up. Oh man. Suzuki, I oh I no, like man. But I've never been fully on board with murder grandpa as much as everybody else is. I love him dearly, and I think I'll tell you what, I will say one thing for Minoru Suzuki. Chris Jericho, that's how you age gracefully. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that <laughs> that's how you should be at fifty. So also
2: I- one of the best <laughs> themes in New Japan.
0: That's, oh yeah oh, fucking yeah. incredible if you haven't screamed kaze Ninare, then you haven't lived as a wrestling fan i can hear Tanvir fabbing from it yeah boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh we'll be getting to Tanvir's picks which i have no doubt will be laden with japanese talent um, oh yeah yeah and which is good because ultimately that will appeal to people who aren't necessarily fans of the more north american mainstream like we are um yeah no all great choices to me um I, honorable mentions as well I have to give a lot of shout outs to some women I think Asuka and Sasha Banks had two world-class singles mm-hmm. matches this year um mm. I also particularly love the NXT triple threat involving Rhea Ripley Charlotte Flair and Io Shirai uh, which in I thought your was house? Awesome. in your house <sighs> no, oh, in
2: Havoc. it was Hell in Havoc no it me? was in your
0: house no it was in your house yeah it, oh she jumped because, off the house yep yeah, yes. Io jumped I off just, the house
2: I, I mixed up because right, I remember exactly. you and I talking about if if they did Halloween Havoc and did have the pumpkin no pumpkin, no, no party,
0: and we got the pumpkin yeah, yeah. we did, yeah, I was okay. happy about that yeah, I um, there were a lot of great women's matches that I really wanted to give a shout, I, I would be more than happy if people wanted it to do a solely women's only podcast to kind of balance that out, if that's what people want but I felt like a gender neutral podcast would be of a more fitting style for us because ultimately, we respect everything equally, even midget wrestling, and my midget wrestler of the year is always Max Mini <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget Max Mini in the 90s. He was such a ledge. If you haven't seen Max Mini, check him out. His matches with tarant- Tarantula, or as they say in Ireland, Tarantula, was uh, very much uh, a big fucking highlight for me when I was 12 years old. Um, that leaves us with the most important category, which I thought we'd leave till last, or second to last, because let's be honest, the most important category is what our fans think, because we love them dearly. Um, <laughs> Cheap plug alert, please subscribe to us. Uh, <laughs> the Wrestler of the Year. It's the most subjective, the most divisive choice possible. And I think let's be honest at this point in January, we're probably the last people to do our end of year awards. Um Jeremy. Pay attention. I'm paying attention. <laughs> Who is the wrestler of twenty twenty? In the worst year of mankind, as, who was the greatest? As much as you
1: people would love to say that, I think Randy Orton is it. I am not going with Randy Orton. So he's, fuck he's going you. with
0: Sandman, isn't he? He's going to pick Sandman. He,
2: he's he's <laughs> only he's only not saying Randy because he knows we both knew he would pick Randy. Yeah.
1: So no, he's actually no, well, he's
2: he's giving us his number two pick. He's lying.
1: No, I've that's actually I, I actually thought about this, and this man deserves everything Obviously. and deserves every award possible, and that's Drew McIntyre. Um, Uh, ever since the royal rumble he has been on a tear and he has been one of the best champions of i would say the past five years so i'm just i'm hoping and praying to god that we don't see him face down fuck it or back up Face to the fucking ceiling, and Goldberg holding the title at the Royal Rumble. now what you're gonna see is Brock Lesnar
0: at WrestleMania whooping his ass. I'll <laughs> see. Gonna... I wouldn't mind that. That's big, meaty hoss to Carl Wilkinson, Wrestler of the Year 2020. You watched so much of it with me, mate. We did. Um,
2: I had. I also had Drew in my list because yeah, I mean, he's how can you not? has had a
0: role mention on my
2: list. But honestly, for me. And it's not just because I think she is incredible. I think Sasha Banks is my Wrestler 2020. She had an incredible year. Incredible matches. Eventually, you know, we finally got that mat- those matches with Bailey. I mean, were they like take over Brooklyn good? No. Because I don't think anything ever will be. But that being said, she still had an incredible run. I don't remember if they were still tag champs. I think, did they lose it to Shayna and Nia? I think they did, and I yeah.
0: Think... Yeah, that was the start of their collapse.
2: Yeah, and I think the I think she, Sasha took the pin, and that's when Bailey went bananas.
0: Hmm.
2: Which, I mean, and I mean, we could I could have given it to Bailey too. She's had a hell of a yeah. year too. I
0: think Sasha lost the Raw but, title to Asuka, didn't she first? But there was kind of yep. a controversy as to whether it was actually hers or not. She didn't technically win it the first time, did she? And then she did. Yeah,
2: because I think it was because of the countdown, because. Bailey was beating up Kyrie before Kyrie left and then she got counted and Sasha won the title or Bay- no, Bailey threw on the rest shirt at the pay-per-view before that and yes, made a three yeah. count in the rest. And then sh- it was that,
0: yeah, it was when Kyrie left her last, well, I think she left the week after, but then when Kyrie was beating up backstage, that was kind of like the last like thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the last time he sort of, yeah.
2: And then yeah, so she's, what, what, she's two-time Raw women's champion. She's the current SmackDown women's champion that she had great matches with Bailey for. She's doing great stuff with Carmella right now. I think she's just had one of her best years, if not her single best year on the main roster.
0: The best wrestler for me always has to be somebody who elevates everyone they're in the ring with. They must have for me um I'm trying to think really because I had quite a list here um because I actually think this was a real surprise year for people Randy Orton was eligible for it for the first Mm -hmm. time in God knows how long Drew McIntyre was probably number two or three for me based on an incredible year and finally getting to climb the mountain and also when he lost to Orton I thought that's it he's done and he came right back again and won it again and I was really proud of WWE for doing that instead of taking it away from him I almost feel like that was okay I was okay with that I know it's kind of a bit cheap, and people will say it was just to give Randy Orton another one but ultimately um Drew McIntyre had a magnificent year as well there's some guys who really broke out for me like Keith Lee had you know we knew he was breaking out anyway because of Survivor Series I think from the year before last but ultimately um one wrestler really stood out most to me and they were able to elevate every single talent they're in the ring with. And at a time, I felt like they carried the Raw product for so long when nobody else really cared about it. And that, of course, is Drew Gulak. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Drew <Not wrong>. Gulak! <laughs>
0: um, my Women's Wrestler of the Year is ultimately my Wrestler of the Year because I believe she transcends gender. That is Asuka. Like and away from the women's um i keep saying women's that annoys the fuck out of me i apologize for that she's the wrestler of the year she is better than everybody else in my opinion she is the best women's wrestler in the world flat period you could argue some are slightly more charismatic but this year we got the opportunity and jeremy mentioned this earlier we got the opportunity to see her bust her psychological chops a little bit more her comedic side of things the dancing the promos everything that went with it and when it came down to it, she had the most complete year I've ever seen out of her. And I've always believed her to be one of the best in the world this year. Raw was tragic at times, but I could not stop watching Asuka wrestle. She was magnificent. She was funny. She was entertaining her tag team with Kyrie Sane coming into the beginning of the year from the back of the year before that, the Kabuki Warriors for me, still the best women's tag team champions they've had since they brought those belts back. Um, her matches with Sasha Banks were world-class, world-beating matches, the best women's matches of the year. Sasha Banks is also on my list. As an honourable mention, she is, starts from being so stupendously beautiful, um, just so good at what she does in every sense. I actually had a, a small shout-out for Rhea Ripley as well, who I fought, um, fought really hard, but ultimately she was taken away from the product too much for me for too long to be really consistent enough. Asuka was magnificent, everything she did made me either smile or it in some way her psychological brilliance she got a good match out of Lana for fuck's sake she gets a world class match and what I love about her is she's so genuinely kind and honest and a good person you can see that in the way she interacts with people and she cares that when she's in a re- typical Japanese style mentality make sure that everybody is looking good in the match because ultimately your opponent, if your opponent doesn't look good you don't look good, Sure, Michaels pay attention um, and <laughs> <laughs> you know don't get me wrong probably one of the greatest pure wrestlers of all time in terms of athleticism and you know showmaking. but for me Asuka is the evolution of everything you want in a women's wrestler in a wrestler full stop I think she's better than 99 percent of any of the men who have ever walked this earth in terms of wrestling I think she's incredible she deserves my wrestler here it's finally the opportunity to really stand out and say that Asuka is one of the greatest of all time in my opinion so Oscar is my wrestler of the year any thoughts before we dive into our incredible fans choices And boy do we have a lot
2: i don't think that's undisputed i remember I'm disputed we've talked about that a lot ah, but I, I remember or like earlier this year when i was you know here regularly we would always talk about raw shit but asuka makes it watchable she has been the mvp of the crowdless era even like, that sure, we have the Thunderdome now, but there's still not people in sitting down, losing their minds. And Asuka has made the TV product, because that's all there is now, has made it watchable. I know Raw right now is... It's got some good moments here and there, but for the most part, it's a drizzling shits. That's just how it is. But Asuka always makes it fun. She still makes it fun. She will continue to make it fun.
1: She is... Until she loses the title tonight.
2: Now you're wrong. But I mean, I'm probably not going to watch Raw tonight. I might throw it on in the background. Who knows? Oh, well, I love wrestling.
0: YouTube content in it. I've got to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys.
2: hey guys, I love wrestling.
0: Check out but, our Raw review, by the way, that I've just done.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll watch Raw. Maybe I can get in and try and get myself back on here regularly because I know you guys probably don't miss me, but I miss my my boys. Oh, really? So fuck off. <laughs> Oh, i'm saying i miss you not them you dick <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh bless you you're always welcome on it you know that
2: but Oscar, i don't think i can say anything that hasn't already been said
0: that's cool uh jeremy any final thoughts before we delve into our fans thoughts absolutely good shout that was my honorable mention good shout. good shit right let's take it to our fans and interactions and we're going to start with my good brother Richard Borjak, scout of Boston United over here and super WWE mark, best wrestler of the year, AJ Styles I should point out Richard doesn't have the opportunity to watch the product nearly as much as us because he has a life and children and everything else in between Uh, his worst wrestler of the year is Goldberg (laughs) Um, (laughs) someone's clearly upset about Goldberg returning um (laughs) And also, he completely derailed the fiends. So fuck him. The best tag team—he's gone with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Oh, Bliss Cross
2: applesauce.
0: Great, great stuff. I actually, like. a pick that a lot of us would have forgotten. Worst tag team: Breeze Zango. Excuse me? Oh, oh,
3: what? Mm, no. 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 No.
0: No. 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 <laughs> It's a two-time winner because most overrated is Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Most underrated, Dolph in Ziggler. He's putting Dolphin Ziggler. I don't know if that's a typo. If he just maybe it's a new Ziggler that I haven't seen yet. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is someone else in it. I didn't think I'd hear a grouse impression that's supposed to be a dolphin. And... <laughs> I mean, I no that's it. <laughs> Many dolphins you get there over there in Ohio, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that huge landlocked thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's so many of them hanging out. Absolutely. Best
0: pay-per-view. Richard Borgia has gone with Survivor Series. Um, oh. And he didn't pick a match of the year or most entertaining talent. So, because he says he needs to watch more wrestling. So I appreciate your honesty, sir. Any thoughts on those picks Will we jump on to the next ones, guys?
2: I think we've been doing reactions as you say them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll go with the reactions as we go. Uh, ben Shaw has sent in his picks. Nice to hear you interacting with a podcast, sir. Best wrestler of the year is John Maxley. Someone loves his AW. I know he's not a big fan of uh, uh, WWE, so I understand. Worst wrestler, Lufa. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Fair. sir.
2: Well deserved, yeah.
0: Best tag team, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page? No, nope. No! Absolutely <laughs> not! Worst no. tag team. Someone doesn't like Luther. He's got a Chaos Project here.
3: <laughs> the good
0: choice. They're a bad tag team, aren't they? Bad. Bad tag team. Very bad tag team. <laughs> Most overrated wrestler of the year is Evil of NJPW, who captured, of course, the championship absolutely not
2: i i'm actually i'm kind of okay with that i, kind I, of, yeah, S- I am as well i prefer I sonata like... given the
0: choice yeah shout to, shout to ben actually i think that's a really good shout outside especially outside of the north american product yeah, uh, yeah most that'll... underrated chad gable definitely yeah definitely oh, yeah. Definitely, oh, yeah. definitely a really okay. good shout that guy could be the next cat angle um best pay-per-view of course he's coming with wrestle kingdom 14 day one which is always going to be consistently world class for wrestling you're never going to get a bad wrestle a bad wrestle kingdom is like a great wrestlemania in it that's just how that <laughs> bad
2: a bad wrestle kingdom is yeah like uh wrestlemania x7
0: yeah match of the year kenny omega and hangman page versus the young bucks from a w mark um, <laughs> mark <laughs> uh, and his most entertaining talent uh the ricky b award goes to john silver is a good choice to me oh yeah I like okay. that yeah so that's fair enough uh Nick Payne has been in oh Nick oh, Payne no. is alive he said he'll call me tomorrow which is I'm very much looking forward to phone sex plenty. uh best wrestler of the year Drew McIntyre good choice yep. I should point yeah. out that he is yeah, very much the WWE spokesperson yes yes he yeah. is <laughs> just had an
2: AEW one so yeah we need the WWE yeah. to balance it out
0: yeah, <laughs> some of these are good. I like these. Uh, his worst wrestler of the year is Goldberg. Congratulations, Goldberg. Our winner is you. Do, 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 We can <learn> the music <laughs> him, shouldn't we? Um, His best tag team of the year goes to the Rascals. Nice. So, Lanin, well done, Mr. Payne. And he said, not their NXT run, obviously. So, you They've know, had, shout out to what, him. And I one know match? he doesn't see... <laughs> I was gonna say, well, hey, hey, you leave MSK alone. No, yeah, you I leave, leave MSK day. alone. Fuck you, Jeremy. I love these guys. His worst. Uh, <laughs> his worst wrestler uh oh no worst tag team he's gone with i don't think he's got this oh most overrated okay i don't think he had a worst tag team oh yeah he's got a question mark for worst tag team so he obviously didn't think anyone was that horrible uh okay. worst most overrated wrestler uh you'll notice if you know nick Payne well uh chris brooks of the independent scene and now a part of ddt in japan nick <laughs> Payne hates chris brooks hates him and i think that'll be his choice until he dies um, <laughs> most underrated. He's gone with Darby Allen. Hmm. I mean, interesting. I think I think he's had enough of a push that I can't really call him underrated. But he's you
2: know TNT champion
0: until he gets that
1: was right away from Sting. The Sting.
0: Let's keep him away from Sting from now on. Yeah, you Sting know, just looks like his Christ. old gothic grandfather that used to <laughs> rock out to Black Sabbath, and now he thinks he's cool. <laughs> can oh, we just yeah. keep
2: staying away from the ring at, and in general
1: completely i have no use yeah for it. yeah
0: i don't want to see him die uh best pay-per-view of the year he has gone for the royal rumble and in brackets he's got edge so <laughs> he go okay in that's agreement. the best thing
1: he's
2: ever said on this show <laughs> nice <laughs> he's in agreement fantastic
0: um the best match of the year he's gone for the boneyard match now, he just stars oh the-
1: yeah okay good choice a
0: magnificent masterpiece an absolute masterpiece. it was uh, and for the most entertaining talent of the year, he has gone with Y2J, Chris Jericho. Oh, wow. Yeah. I should point out as well that Nick Payne is very much into white supremacy and obviously is very much in support of all of Chris Jericho's views. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Let's head he to the WrestlePlug the... group chat, uh, which should be a good fun. Aaron Cruz, who, of course, is a professional wrestler in his own right and will be oh. joining the WrestlePlug for his first ever interview next week. Uh, Aaron Cruz, his best wrestler of the year is Kota Ibushi. Nice. Best tag team, the North. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. He's learning.
0: Worst wrestler, Goldberg, mainly due to diminishing returns, was great when he faced Brock, but I'm bored of seeing him return and beat young talent instead of passing on the torch. Agreed. You can't believe this kid's 18, can you? He's very astute for his age. Worst tag team is Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Go on, son. Both boys <laughs> individually are great, but as tag team champs, it never clicked for me. Match of the year is Dragonoff versus Volta. <clears throat> mm. A fine choice. Pay View of the Year, NXT Takeover 31. Oh. Okay. Very yeah. good choice. And the Ricky B award for most entertaining wrestler goes to MJF. Sorry. Okay. Good shout. Uh, <laughs> Sam Oates has been in contact and dropped his in. His best wrestler is Drew McIntyre, fantastic, sir. Uh, worst wrestler, Brock Lesnar. Don't know if it counts. Oh. It does count. <laughs> all your picks, I mean- all your picks count. Also, Sam Oates is well fit in it, so anything he says is all right with me. Um, <laughs> best tag team is the New Day, pretty much always. That's a good choice. His worst yeah. tag team, I'm very fascinated by, is Val Venus and Twitter. Uh, <laughs> 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 which okay, is phenomenal I feel, phenomenal. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like I should we have said when you Facebook. listen to this mate I want you back on this podcast because you were really funny when you did that little guest spot for us I, I like you on this pod mate Um, what a great uh, choice anyone seen Val Venus on Twitter lately losing his shit he believes that, um, <laughs> you know a lot of conspiracy theories about COVID he's also very much believes that Joe Biden is a paedophile um, all kinds of different things this is like
2: the evolution of the thoughts uh, of Val
0: Venus are not shared by the wrestle plug. <laughs> this not. is the
2: evolution of Marty Jannetty and Facebook.
0: Oh god, yeah. That's a good <laughs> pick as well, isn't it? Yeah. But next I'll tell you what, next year we're gonna put in worst social media debacle, I reckon, for an award. Um, because oh, Seth Roswell's right. wanting to shag with his... the Marty Jannetty Facebook thing. Didn't he want to shag his daughter? Wasn't it his daughter or someone, or some bird who was claiming to be his daughter or something? It was something it was like that, a... wasn't
2: it? I think it was that, and then he also admitted to murder
0: oh yeah and then everyone was like no he didn't murder anyone look at him <laughs> it's like, so if we weird. had
2: this reward last year for like 2019 it, i think it would have been seth rollins and will osprey i think they oh, would have the social media debacle and then yeah now we have uh oh boy well People i mean to be, be fair
1: we could have got t-bag and sammy guevara too
0: i think that's the most entertaining social media oh that's bad, incredible right? yeah that's incredible he bar has great. been
2: ruining it on twitter like it's been yeah. great
0: yeah, he's he's better at Twitter than he is at Wrestling at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just hope he doesn't, you know, do what the last guy who was really good at Twitter did. Um <laughs> Most oh. overrated is uh, that's it's. I apologize for that. Uh, most overrated is Kenny Omega. Sam Oates, you are officially my husband to be. Um, most underrated is Sheamus. I think that's a great pick. Sheamus has had an excellent year, particularly back in the year. His stuff with Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre has been great. Sheamus is mm-hmm. consistently world class and never gets any fucking credit because he's basically whiter than a milk bottle, and people just think he's a bit too much of a parody of himself.
1: Well, they just like, give him the Intercontinental Title already for Christ's sake. Yeah, so he it's can like get the all of them. only
0: belt missing. Give him his IC title, for fuck's sake. Have him he's not on the pro- wrong brand. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, he had it out with uh, Big E, didn't he? Before Big E picked up the IC title. Could they not have just kept him there? Would have been good stuff. Uh, WrestleMania,
1: Intercontinental title match.
0: Best pay-per-view, Royal Rumble. Match of the mm. year, Men's Royal Rumble. Hang on, Sam Oates. The host's favorite. Kyle <laughs> Wilkinson's favorite as well. Most entertaining he- talent. He's gone with Asuka as well. There you go. He agreed with all of us in some way or another, which I thought was yes, very he cool. Did. Yeah, he clearly knows his shit. Everyone else, you're obviously just full of shit. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Tanvir, here we go. Oh, Re- Jesus. <laughs> this should be a good laugh. Um, so, his submissions for the end of 2020 awards are Best Wrestler, Go Shiozaki of Pro Wrestling Noah. I will not sit here and claim to know that he is the best. <laughs> Uh, I've seen him in two matches. They were fucking fantastic. That's all I've seen him in. I apologize. Um, best tag team, The North. Mm, well, good. worst wrestler. can't think of any in particular, so I'm going to say all the cretins that were outed in the speaking out movement, as they are all horrible people, let alone wrestlers. You won't get any disagreement here from me. I'm no, happy. Uh, worst tag team, honestly it's really tricky, but I've got to go with AEW's Chaos Project uh, <laughs> just a bit thrown fuck you Lufa <laughs> and not <laughs> much point to them I agree, match of the year was Go Shizaki versus Takashi Su- Su- Takashi Sugiy- <laughs> Sugiyura from Pro Wrestling Noah's December show, Absolute Brutality, I'm going to watch that now uh, based on your recommendation, yeah, got to watch that one yeah, I think we should do a watch, let's all sit down get it on YouTube and do it as a watch along, that'd be a laugh um, Pay per view of the year, AEW's full gear. Really enjoyed the show with a variety of matches and styles. Fair play. Uh, the Ricky B award okay. is um, very beautifully done, actually. Brody Lee. Uh, from uh. being the elite to dynamite, the man has been endless entertainment. And it is sad that he's no longer here, not only to entertain or reach his potential but that he is no longer here to be a father and a husband. RIP Brody, Honourable Mention for the Ricky B Award goes to Eddie Kingston, who, by the way, was also one of my mentions, which I forgot to mention earlier. Eddie Kingston was actually very close to winning it for me as well. Um, So, yeah, thank you very much, Tanvir. A pleasure on all those things. Um, I like it, to be fair uh cameron asked uh t- this is typical cam he said does take over count as a pay-per-view i said yeah it does he went that makes things easier and then he neglected to send any pics in so thank you for that cameron ah! um, <laughs> so uh we can assume his favorite show was takeover i guess yeah, I'm which yeah, we'll one takeover. there was like five of them last year we just basically pick we'll pick them for him. So his best wrestler of the year is Rhea Ripley. His worst wrestler of the year is Dakota Kai. I hate you, you're scum, and she's the most beautiful woman alive. Um I know he loves Kona Reeves, so um fuck you. Uh, what, else? what else does Cara? best tag team, he'd probably go with Johnny Gargano and uh thingy, wouldn't he? Um the way. theory. Yeah, the, the way, way. he go with the way, yeah, definitely, because he's a bit of a fuckboy boy like they are. Um worst tag team, um he'd probably go he'd with probably- lucha Breezango. or brisango no he loves Brizango, mate come on he is basically fandango in like younger form isn't it like, yeah confirm and, yeah. and then we've got obviously takeover match of the year will probably be Brizango in some sort of fashion files clusterfuck in the shower um <laughs> and then ricky b award for most entertaining will probably be fandango so there you go that's cameron's <laughs> ones that we made up for him congratulations i was gonna, I was gonna say himself he,
2: he can he considers himself the most entertaining wrestler. He
0: probably would. One of the hardest-hitting wrestlers in all of British independent wrestling. Eddie Kenway has sent in his predictions. Hopefully, you will be my future tag team partner. Look out. 350 pounds of pure Samoan sexiness. Uh, the best mm. wrestler of the year is Drew McIntyre. He's had a bloody hard year to become the champion. Nobody... Has become champion in a tougher time and delivered than Drew McIntyre Well, That will be his legacy for me, that he was champion when nobody else could probably do it as well. Um, Worst, Goldberg, fine choice. Best tag team, someone who nobody's mentioned, actually, FTR, who had an excellent year. um, But unfortunately, would derail Bunny Young Bucks, which is probably why it's left a bit of taste in my (laughs) mouth. Worst tag team, uh (laughs) uh-oh, the Street Profits. Ooh. Oh, what uh... is Angelo Dawkins? If I performed the way he does at training, I'd still not be booked. Interesting. I, I think know. Dawkins has one of the best hot tags going right now. I, I think he's really improved. I'm surprised by that. I'd love to. Uh, see yeah. Stuff though, I, can't, I can't agree with that. Doc's I in, love street in... profits. I would have given them my tag team of the year if they'd been consistently as good as they were in the second half of the year. Um, I must admit when they first died, I did think Angelo Dawkins was well behind Montez Ford in terms of quality. But I think he has worked incredibly hard to catch up to him. And I think he deserves a lot of credit. He's also lost quite a bit of weight. He's looking good. Like, yeah. Surprise, but i appreciate your opinion nonetheless maybe you want to contact me eddie and give me a few more thoughts on that we'll talk about that on the next podcast overrated is charlotte flair okay now you now you've pissed me off wait um, wait what first of all she wasn't on the program long enough she had most of the year out with an injury and second of all she's one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time so obviously me and you are gonna to have to fight have a massive massive ding dong of a fight for that no limits title you've got a cwp before we become tag team champions and run everybody over in the takeover um Underrated is Brodie Lee. It's probably a good choice, okay. actually. It never, he probably should have done more in AEW before he sadly passed on. Um, it always felt like he was kind of derailed. But ultimately, we know now why the belt was taken away from him, I suppose. Um, you know, And then he was never seen again, sadly. Uh, it was a fine match to be known as for your last match, I think. Uh, an excellent match, that dog collar match. Uh, his best pay view of the year was the Royal Rumble. His match of the year was the Men's Rumble. Hard to pick just one, but this was just a perfect roller coaster story. So, Carl Wilkinson very much cleaning up when it comes to uh, match of the year uh, and obviously pay per view of the year with the fans. And most entertaining for him is Orange Cassidy. Hope you're good, brother. <laughs> I am indeed so, or at least I'm trying in such a difficult time. And thank you very much for chiming in with yours, Mr. Kenway. Alex Delanzo. Oh, yes. Part-time host of Sly Fox Sports Pod, some shitty podcast somewhere else on YouTube. And um, ultimately hey. masterful, masterful co-host of this podcast, the king of Asperger style, the sexiest man, the master of the five-finger discount at York Hall. He knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. Only five people will get that reference. Uh, the best wrestler <laughs> is Drew McIntyre a fine choice sir worst wrestler far too many to name for legal reasons good choice um best tag team is msk because mcmahon sucks kids oh that's what it's apparently that's what it stands for mcmahon sucks kids allegedly um <clears throat> worst i like this far too many to name for legal reasons he then insinuates that the billionaire sucks off children afterwards good stuff um we're not gonna censor what we like if you don't like it turn the fucking podcast off you melt worst tag team of the year is Dolph, Ziggler, and Bobby Roode. A fine choice, sir. (laughs) Most overrated is Shanna. She should be working at carnivals. (laughs) 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 Wow. Oh, man.
2: Man, dude, tell us how you really feel.
0: She's really hot, though. Um, (laughs) And she has Dragon Ball Z gear, dude. Oh, yeah, definitely most overrated, then. Fuck that shit. Uh, (laughs) And a fucking dumb anime, grow up. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Carl. You should never have come back. You should never have come back. I loft, the abuse. We have to go back. <laughs> no, dude,
2: I'm a glutton for punching. We have to hit go me, back hit for Kyle. He's, we he's have to go back, like Jack.
0: Abused, <laughs> I'm not. Oh, uh, fuck. Most underrated Eddie Kingston. Great choice. Oh, nice. Best pay per view of the year. I don't watch pay per view. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, match of the year <laughs> Kong 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 versus Hangman and Omega. Wait a minute. If you don't watch too, how did you see that? <laughs> I'm on to you. Most entertaining talent, John Silver. Oh, I'm loving this. Okay. I'm loving these guys more. We should have just done this. Arthur Doom, another former podcast host. Holy and one of shit, I haven't heard from him alive. forever. The legend. Most, arguably the only cool person to live in Ohio. Uh, best wrestler, Roman Reigns. Shut up, man. Uh, <laughs> Best wrestler, Roman Reigns, because he gets I, it. He gets it.
2: I thought about that, but I don't think he was around in the year long enough, which is the only reason I didn't give it to him myself.
0: Okay, I've, I've noticed there's a trend here. So, Arthur Doom, best wrestler, Roman Reigns. Worst wrestler, whoever is facing Roman Reigns except Kevin Owens. Um, oh, <laughs> jeez. So, Kevin Owens gets a pass well done. Best tag team, Roman Reigns and whoever he's tagging with. Worst tag team, whoever is facing Roman Reigns and his partner <laughs> except Kevin Owens. <laughs> Most overrated, whoever is facing Roman Reigns. Most underrated, Roman Reigns. Uh, best pay per view, whichever one Roman Reigns main evented. That's half of them. Uh, match of the year, every Roman Reigns match, especially the ones with Kevin Owens. Most entertaining talent, the big dog, the head of the table, <laughs> Roman Reigns. <Jesus. laughs> I love He knows. He fun. knows what's going on. Yeah. He's, to be fair, he's not wrong. Roman Reigns is—he's uh, he's thinking, oh yeah, this is gonna fucking wind up here, and he's gonna be all over this. Actually, I love Roman Reigns now. I think he's amazing as heel. Um, I am. Did you hear that he's getting new music? Wagon. I'm all for it. Just do it well. Um, another former co-host. I'm loving this, Dexter Richmond, Man, the original co-host. The best wrestler of the year is Ray Phoenix. Great choice. I the like worst that. wrestler of the year. This is obviously directed. Sandman, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking
2: asshole. <laughs> Don't get mad because he, you think he could out wrestle like Shawn Michaels in 1997.
0: That's that's probably fair. um Best tag team, <laughs> Top Flight. um Too much of a sh- small server size but I know Jag loves himself some flippers. Uh, West mm-hmm. tag team is Jurassic Express. Probably because Marco stands a prick. Um, He's not even a. He's not even a, He's not even a human being. Is he subhuman? Then uh, uh, most overrated is Randy Orton. Oh dear, <laughs> he's coming for Jeremy's crown as a new bitch. Just <laughs> coming it? for blood. Uh, yeah, he knows that Jeremy's now basically replaced him as the bitch of the podcast, so he's just basically laying into him more, which I like. Most underrated is Apollo Cruz, the chewed-up Malteser. Congratulations. Uh, best pay-per-view <laughs> TLC uh, match of the year: really? Young Bucks versus FTR. Mm.
2: Uh, Dexter, I was with you until like that.
0: Uh, the Ricky B award, which is someone I think he would probably love if he was still here to this day, Gore So is Sammy Zayn I mean,
1: yeah. He, yeah.
0: Probably I mean, our most overlooked guy of this podcast is Sammy Zane.
2: <laughs> I've, I've seen a picture of you guys have seen those Bernie memes lately, of just Bernie in his mittens. There's someone made one of just him sitting next to Sammy Zane. Like they're both just sitting, like Sammy sitting out here with his arms crossed, and they just yeah. put Bernie right next to
0: him Perfect, isn't it? uh another former co-host and some might say the true heart of this podcast steve neil has been in touch wrestler of the year asker there you go worst wrestler pretty much all the men of brit rest yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah best yeah. tag team street profits i think that's a fine choice uh worst tag team dustin and qt marshall <laughs>
3: oh <laughs> the natural the nightmares
0: yeah. they sucked it yeah. please uh, yeah, by the like, way, honourable mention I didn't give for worst wrestler of the year, Brandy Rhodes. Awful. Oh, <clears throat> Can't believe I didn't fucking mention her earlier. But she's Most still fit. Overrated young Bucks. <clears> throat> Most throat> underrated, proud and powerful. Because they're mm. not used, they arguably are the uh, the all time answer for that. Actually, best pay per view is the Royal Rumble. He's put here Royal Rumble 2000. I assume he means
3: 2020.
0: So you never know, with Steve. Match of the year: Ricochet versus Brock. You must, you troll. <laughs> You're trolling now. I'm on to you. you. He's he must be either that or he just thought it was really funny that everybody wanted Ricochet to win and he got squashed. Uh, most entertaining is MJF. Oh, he's put it down underneath. Okay. In all seriousness, Volta versus Ilya was the best match I saw this year. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. You got me. Fair okay. play, sir. You got me. I
2: was uh, I was hoping like we like if he had done that, we didn't see it and just kept going.
0: <laughs> like, I you guys. See, women do listen to this podcast. well they don't? I just asked her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um she said i haven't watched a whole lot of wrestling so please be nice to me i will attempt to be best wrestler kenny omega right that's it now <laughs> no, we, we we gotta
2: move on okay think, uh, yeah no,
0: okay obviously patricia is fucking cloda so uh next uh pers- no i'm kidding um <laughs> although you are fucking terrible choice worst wrestler she hasn't picked one because she's way too positive best tag team motor city machine guns i will accept that um All although right. they haven't done a great deal this year there is no worst tag team there is no most overrated there is no most underrated there is no best paid view and there is no match of the year or most entertaining talent thank you for your contributions trish uh, <laughs> <laughs> taxi <laughs> um, the important thing is you tried brad baker Better known to some on the British independent scene as Flynn Arlo, very very handsome young man, as to be said. Best wrestler, Will Osprey. Worst wrestler, Flynn Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Self-deprecation great. will get you very far on this podcast. By the way, um, Flynn Arlo is a former guest of this podcast as well, proving that we will have everybody on. You don't have to be a big star to be on the podcast. We believe that this podcast is an opportunity for everybody to share their brand involved in the wrestling business or even wrestling personalities. Worst tag team is Ziggler and Bobby Roode. A fine choice. Most overrated is Evil again. <clears throat> there you go. Most underrated Cesaro. I think probably most of North America would agree with you on that one, mate. Best pay for you, Wrestle Kingdom match of the year hiromu takahashi versus will osprey from wrestle kingdom which was by I mean, far away for me the best match of wrestle kingdom it was fucking amazing yeah um, most entertaining talent of the year darby allen can't wait to hear the episode can't wait to see your sexy face again if i'm being honest mate um he's well fitting it just saying um let's see who we got left ethan lee tag team partner of aaron cruz who decided to tag with Ethan Lee instead of me because he got the big push at FWP. But I'm not jealous at all. Or better. You cunt! Uh, (laughs) Best best wrestler of the year. He's really cleaning up tonight. Drew McIntyre. Worst wrestler of the year is Lars Sullivan in comparison to the year he was meant to have. That's a good choice, is Lars Sullivan. What a dickbag. Best tag team, Rascals slash MSK. Again, great choice. Uh, It should be pointed out, Aaron and Ethan uh wrestle very similarly to um uh rascals in a lot of ways actually very high flying very exciting they are known as the flying aces you can check out their magnificent music video because i made it for them worst tag team bobby Roode and dolph ziggler another example of thrown together teams that deserve more it's very true Most overrated is Roosh. Don't know why. Just can't find the hype behind him. Uh, Roosh uh, was long-term Ring of Honor champion. Um, Mexican talent as well. Um, I like Roosh. Uh, I do think he is slightly overrated, though. He feels to me like a guy who would at best be cruiserweight champion in WWE. So, but hey, Rich Swan for me was a bit boring in WWE, and now I love him dearly in Impact. So it is what it is. Most underrated Kashida. Great shout. Massively mm. underused in NXT so far, though we are starting to get the push I think that he deserves this year. He's gone after Johnny Gargano's North American Championship. Look out for that in our match of the year next year because <laughs> that's going to be fucking saucy. Carl looks like he's ever so slightly tuning out at <laughs> this point. <No. 20> <laughs> no. uh,
2: hmm.
0: I'm just... contemplating the death of Ethan Lee. So, hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure whether I like your picks or not, even, I shall decide. And if I don't, I'm coming from Canada.
2: I don't think I I don't think I like the fact that you know you you got left because this new shiny kid took your partner away.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a spooge! That that gets bonus points on the podcast. (laughs) Kyle has overtaken Jeremy as the official co-host of WrestleFunk. Oh yes, there's points now. Um
1: (laughs) Oh fuck! Wait, what? Damn it!
0: Please, you're always a placeholder. Shut your mouth. Uh <laughs> Best pay-per-view. Takeover, take over portland good choice that was a good pay-per-view mm, that, that was, was a good show good that one. Was. yeah match of the year balor versus o'reilly oh, oh. naughty oh a bit of technical wrestling sir Oh, uh he's also got uh as he's one plus lee versus dijakovic Mwah. oh good shit such a hot battle shit. yeah and most entertaining talent he's gone with keith lee which uh oh very good choice. And we round it out with an absolutely gorgeous soul. <clears throat> uh, somebody I don't get a chance to chat to as much. Uh, somebody who was actually training um, to be a wrestler before she became a mother. And I hope she's going to return because I genuinely, I'm not just blowing smoke up her ass. She genuinely is one of the most exciting and most naturalized wrestling talents I've seen in training. I've been training for a couple of years. Um, it's Tab uh, Tab, for short. <laughs> uh, Tab was genuinely one of the best trainees I've seen. Um, before she became mother and congratulations obviously on becoming a mother that was something that she was very proud of Be- gorgeous handsome little baby boy that she's given birth to a really awesome human being um and ultimately somebody who i genuinely think uh, people should look out for if she does return to training because she's just got such a great mind for wrestling wrestler of the year not surprising i do believe this is her pick for man of the year in every sense john moxley is her pick for wrestler of the year. Worst wrestler of the year, Nia Jax just seems to injure everyone. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue with her injury rates, to be fair. Maybe you could take her out, before. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Drop kick Nia Jax in the face. Um, let's see. Best tag team of the year, the Young Bucks. <laughs> I beefed you up so much and you ruined it. <laughs> um, what, One job. Well, you had one job. God damn it. Uh, worst tag team of the year. She does not know. She sums up really how poorly tag team wrestling was, but you couldn't even hate a tag team. um Let's see. Most overrated wrestler: Charlotte Fucking Blair. She's put down here. What's the hatred at Charlotte Flair? What's what's going on here, man? She's good. She's
2: one. She of was the gone for like half the
0: year. I don't know. You can't be overrated if you. Uh, I mean, fair enough. You're just using this to air your grievances, is what you're doing. um Underrated talents, Lana and Rusev, easily one of the funniest pairings and such crowd pleasers, definitely in WWE. But obviously, they haven't really done any of that this year, have they? So this is more no. Like Lana's a been too busy pick.
1: getting put through a table, and Miro's too busy playing with a fucking arcade. Game. Well, I will
0: say one thing in terms of underutilized, Miro is probably the most underutilized wrestler in the world. Rusev, because AEW yeah. have no clue. He should be their champion. He's that fucking good. He's one of the best heavyweight wrestlers in. in I wouldn't
1: in, mind seeing Miro go to Impact
0: i'd be much in this than. whole
1: brand imagine th-
0: rusev versus miro versus moose mate give me one. i was oh that was
2: literally the first thing i thought it was miro and moose. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. oh 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 rusev, go to opera, hell meaty bulgarian versus sorry, meaty black man hospital or sue oh gonna yes. drop kick him in the face sir or oh. 270 pounds of meaty blackness or oh. sue
2: <laughs> i'm sorry i uh, have miro
0: miro josh alexander anyone Oh. oh sorry sorry ah. we're turning the women's picks into a jizz fest that's a little bit alarming um <laughs> best pay-per-view is probably aw double or nothing i can understand ah. why you was saying that. match of the year john Moxie versus tomohiro ishii in the new japan pro wrestling g1 climax oh i was forgot that was a thing if that was this year i am um, um i cannot believe i did not see that and i need to watch that because i reckon that was awesome i thought that was that. last year the most was entertaining 19. talent and wrestler of the year is Aaron Nix. <sighs> <laughs> 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 Brownie points for you madam I shall send your money in the post What a hero, <laughs> apparently she just broke her nose Yesterday, we wish you well oh I don't my know God. If she, if anyone that but I wish you well She's honestly hard as fuck She'll deal with it, no problem She's also fucking awesome, I love her dearly And that's not just because she bit me as the most entertaining wrestler of the year Which ultimately she would be correct if it was last year because you know, I can cut promos On like half the people that I work with <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I said it Ah, uh, come for me, phrasing boom, and that rounds out the interactions and the picks of our incredible fans. What a fantastic plethora! That's probably the most interaction we've had in a couple of years. Really chuffed about yeah. that. Thank you to everyone for sending in your picks, including anonymous. Insert edit here. <laughs> <laughs> um that rounds out the twenty twenty awards. I think we'll leave it there. Carl Wilkinson, thank you very much for rejoining us at the Plug. Hopefully, we'll see your face a little bit more this year
2: absolutely thanks for having me and again i just want to apologize to everyone yeah i was you know getting laid off because covid is being a cunt again kind of it fucked with me a little bit so i just kind of needed the time to just kind of go okay i got to sit at home and do jack shit what do i do obviously the answer should be come entertain people on on the podcast but it was it was a pretty difficult time but uh hopefully i should be okay
0: there you go ladies and gentlemen we all wish mr wilkinson well and welcoming back on his infamous return to the wrestle plug and that of course means we need to say goodbye to jeremy miller who is no longer useful <laughs> to us uh jeremy miller thank you very much for joining us <laughs> at the 2020 awards you wow bitch. wow okay well you're then. just a uh, shit dexter critchman shit dexter critchman you're just ah. a shit dexter critchman you do. Chelsea, you do getting getting on. That's, that's Chelsea doing? Chelsea, right? Yeah, Chelsea. Doing oh, well.
1: fucking Chelsea! <laughs> uh, uh, Which you'll uh, be able to hear about Chelsea on my Sly Fox Sports podcast. Cheat hey, plug.
0: Yeah. Jeremy will, of course, be back at the rest of the park. We won't ditch him that easily, even though, of course, he is clearly number two. Which, um, Mr. Wilkinson, if you would like
1: to talk hockey sometime, um, I'm all for you. Just because on. he's
0: Canadian. Do not assume that he likes ice hockey. That is racial profiling. No, I remember talking to, talking to him and him saying, saying he's you. a you Canadian fan. Trash. You're that geezer. You're the geezer in that picture, isn't you? I bet you put a wig on. You're that geezer who was walking past and when they stormed the Capitol building. You're that toss piece who was holding that fucking statue. <laughs> thing, The podium. That's you, isn't it? That's your boyfriend you're all just a bunch of closet homosexuals that's all it is, all this massively repressed homosexuality oh, in white man fucking republican worlds Britain first <laughs> oh, <laughs> forward to that but yeah, Carl Wilkerson, Jeremy Miller thank you very much for joining me for the 2020 Year End Awards it's been a whopper podcast, hopefully you've uh, bed with us ladies and gentlemen obviously uh well there's no point telling you now but there'll be timestamps available in the youtube thing just in case you want to skip to certain parts or whatever for awards and whatnot but most importantly i hope you're still enjoying all the content that we're providing in a very difficult time of year obviously myself and Carl Wilkinson have had a lot of difficult issues and jeremy Miller actually to be fair when it comes to employment mental health and stuff like that but we still afford a safe space here at the wrestle plug we like to say some offensive shit we're honest we like to fucking punch our card Uh, very brutally when it comes to some of that non-PC bullshit but we are good people and we are here to support you in difficult times so do not hesitate to contact us at WrestlePlug or the usual social media links which you're probably familiar with and of course they're available in the descriptions of all podcasts as well from myself Aaron Nix and the gang thank you very much for watching and we'll catch you very soon for more content from it is still a WrestlePlug right we haven't had to change I'm pretty sure I don't think we've changed it so recently, no. Okay, cool. yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with the wrestle plugs. Uh we'll catch you very soon for more content. Mark plug for life. <laughs> I hate you so much. He ruined Dang. it. You ruined <laughs> it. <doing> it. <laughs> fucking ruined, ruined it. it you? you ruined it, ladies and gentlemen. All in favor of uh, Jeremy Miller fucking off. <laughs> saying aye. <all right. laughs> oh dear. Have a great weekend, whatever you're doing with yourselves gang. Love your loads.